All right, guys. And we're back on the bomb pod. Thank you for all the listens. I appreciate all the listens because we're growing the community. If anyone's going to be the bomb podcaster of Miami, it's going to be my fucking ass. I'm going to claim it. So back with a new episode, we have a brand new guest. One of the members of Daily and Yesterday. Introduce yourself, Blair. Yes, sir. What up, everyone? This is Alex from Daily. I got plenty of nicknames, but Alex is my formal name. They call me Flacco as well. Papo, if you really know me. Damn, Papo. Ladies, you heard that here first. Flacco, Papo, if you really know me. Player, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for making it on such short notice. Um, I I love y'all at the store. All of y'all have such individual energy all the time. And like, I just, anytime that I could talk to any of you guys and get any of my audience aware of what you guys do, I'm super plus. But in the meantime of all this, all of you guys are super cool to me in different fashions, right? Oh, we're all, we're all very different, I would say. Yeah. There's not one person that's alike. Man, like after doing the vlog stuff for you guys and seeing how you guys interact, I'm just like, man, you guys really have like a great chemistry together and all while being so different that it, it got me really, really motivated, especially talking to you. Like the first time I talked to you, you were telling me like you were you were like a biology student and yeah. now you like wanted to do shoes. And I was yeah. just like, damn, man, I'm giving like I never heard that story. I have a degree. <laughs> don't ask me anything about biology. I probably don't remember a single thing, but I have a degree. Shout out to FIU for giving me that degree. I don't know how I got it, but I got it. It's in my house somewhere. It feels like degrees are a lifetime ago, right? <sighs> I graduated, I mean, dude, I graduated high school at 2011, and I graduated FIU 2015. So, yeah, five years ago, bro. That's, sheesh. For me, I don't even want to think about it. For I me, it's 2012. Reunion, oh, your you high school reunion is, uh, my high school reunion is a year away. That's, that's some crazy shit. I, I still feel like a kid. So. <laughs> I didn't go to mine, because I'm like, dude, I have you on Facebook. I'm I don't good. think I'm going to go to mine. I'm good. I see you on Facebook. Yeah. Like, Facebook, I graduated 2017, 2007, sorry, not 2017. I wish I graduated 2017 <laughs> with the knowledge I have today. But, like, Facebook just existed when I graduated high school. And so a lot of my friends from high school are on Facebook. And so I just check on them. Dude, married, I kid, married, I don't think I've logged into Facebook within the last year. You'd be surprised. Just like a five-year difference from a friend of mine is like, I'm not on Facebook. And I'm just like, the reason I keep one is I don't know. I don't even have a legit reason. I don't even like it. It's just like, well, that's kind of like home base for I probably don't media. even have a beard on, on my Facebook <laughs> pictures. That's how long ago it's been. You look like 2012, like high piece where you're wearing like Chicago <laughs> ones and like and like a, like a Bulls, <laughs> like Wind City hat. Like we a, all did. <laughs> a super, like super crazy effects, like super contrast pick of colors and stuff. Super high contrast. So, yeah. I mean, besides that, we've been talking before here. We're having a good time. Um, how's your 2020 been? I haven't caught up with you on that at least. Uh, bizarre. I mean, it's. I'm pretty sure it's been bizarre for everyone, but yeah. very. I don't know how to label it, man. It's been weird. It's been scary. It's been cool. It's been also a blessing, just because. Yeah. I mean, obviously, business standpoint, we are having some of our most successful months in the past recent months. I'm talking about legit since the business started, since daily has started from 2013. Our past few months have been the most successful. It makes no sense. Um, it kind of makes sense if you think about it, if you narrow it down. There's just a lot of money circulating, whether it be legit or fraud. 
I know I'm doing the right thing. I don't know what you, everyone else is doing. You're accepting the payment. That's all you're doing. You're like, Correct. Cash or credit. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but not. I mean, also over the years, I just feel I always sometimes second guess. I'm like, you know, is sneakers are sneakers ever gonna end? This whole era of like sneakers and and clothing and stuff is is it ever gonna end? And I don't. I mean, sure, you could label it materialism or whatever the case mm-hmm. is, but I don't think so, man. You know, people use sneakers and clothing to express themselves. Not not everyone. Maybe some some people could be posers or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. But it is always a unique way to express yourself. You know how, how you dress. With that being said, also there are more and more people getting into shoes and into clothing. I feel like I feel yeah. like fashion is just being more not more accepted, but you know what I mean. People are like wanting to dress better now. That's a great maybe, thing for guys specifically. It's a great thing. Yeah, maybe it is because of how social media has so mainstream. Like social mm-hmm. media is just a big, big thing. Is a big part of our lives right now. So obviously you see a lot more things and like, oh shit, that looks dope. I want it. So I don't know where to pinpoint the success of the business, but yeah, man, 2020 is probably going to be one I of mean, our best years. And it's, and last- mind you, we were closed for what two months yeah and then it was spotty for it's weird even when we were closed though we weren't uh we were closed physically but we were still booming through the website mm. and the website was booming uh give you, give you a little context right before this whole quarantine started right we decided to, to release a, a youtube video mm. with some I don't, I don't even know his name uh koski i don't know the guy that George does like Keel. Yeah, George. I remember talking to George about but his this YouTube way yeah. before. But his YouTube, I forgot his yeah. YouTube name. But he does reviews on either sneaker stores or um, even arenas, mm-hmm. like locker rooms of like certain arenas, and like he he's legit. Um, George actually came up to to me and Jonathan, like, yo, pitching this idea. Like m- me and George, even Jonathan as well. But uh, we have been wanting to do like more marketing. You know, we were setting money aside every week. As a marketing fund, we had no idea what we were going to use it for, but we definitely wanted to use it for something. Mm-hmm. This, I don't even know how Jordan met him, but I think he just went to the store and just chit chat, you know. Um, and he gave George the option of doing it. You know, it was it was kind of pricey at first. It was like a four thousand dollar video to do it. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I have no knowledge about that. I'm like, damn. Should we do it? And then we're saving the money. Fuck it. Let's do it. We did the jump. He did the video. This is literally pre-quarantine. The video released pre-quarantine. It got like 50K views in a week. And then the whole quarantine happened, right? Mm -hmm. Our website blew up out of nowhere. And I want to say a big reason why is because of that video. And I'm talking about it's, it's, that 4K deposit or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, the expense, paid itself off for sure within the last few months. That's how crazy our business is, is now. And then obviously everyone being home, being glued onto their phone. Mm-hmm. We we're posting, we we're still posting our story in the feed and you have nothing else better to do. So you're just looking through Instagram. <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel so stupid that I've bought shoes in the quarantine. <laughs> I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm guilty as well, bro. I'm like, what, why am I changing my style now when I don't have anywhere to go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why am I buying anything right now when I have nowhere to go? Yeah. 
So, was, but yeah, it's it's been great. I'm so happy um, seeing you guys su- succeed and always moving in a positive motion has always been something that I like to support. Um, Miami is notorious for enough cutthroat people, and um, it's always good to like, at least when you know to, when you go to daily. I mean, it's happened to me enough times that I'll run into Tito, I run into so and so, and there's always that foster. Shout out the Drip God, Tito. Um, he owes me a podcast. When that will be? Nah, I think he's good for it. He'll he'll definitely come. You and Tito go way back. I mean, yeah, he's been here before, but it's just getting Tito's time. Is uh, he's a family man now. You know, he's a he's a he's a busy man. Shout out to Tito. He's uh, he's moving into a crib. I I know he's 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 doing big moves right now. Tito is uh is like my big brother since we're both eighty eight babies. He's July 4th on Halloween. So, like, literally, he's, like, the oldest friend I have. Ooh, Halloween. Yeah. Remember, Happy the early season. birthday. Season. Yeah, season's yeah. coming. Okay. Scorpio season's coming, guys. Everybody be ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, I, I know Tito's time is, like... And, and if he's not hanging out with, like, his family, he's, like, with some famous client. Hanging out with Future or... Now, just Chris Cabin Pharrell. Dude, talking about Tito. <laughs> he's He loves to FaceTime me when he's working or something or wherever mm-hmm. he is. When there's a famous person next to him, he's fam- he's Facetimed me twice, one time with Future, and he literally is like, "Yo, I have a friend that wants that that I want to introduce you," and it's he he pans his phone to the side. It's fucking Future. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I literally I literally said, "Oh shit, what up, Future?" Like, I just I'm I'm shocked. <laughs> and Future sounds exactly how he sounds in yeah. his songs, <laughs> and a and in Tito. Always repping the store. Mm-hmm. I love you, Tito. You're always supporting. He loves to rep yesterday. You know, that's his vibe. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get Future into the store. And Future, first thing Future asked is like, yo, 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 you, got, you, got, you guys got any coats? I'm like, uh, I want him to come to the store and I don't want to lie to him. It's Miami though. We ha- <laughs> Exactly. We have no coats. I literally, we had a Tupac crew neck. That's about it. You know, we got some crew necks, but it's just all tees. He said Future was going to come. I know Future's a busy guy. Unfortunately, he didn't come. Mm. But there was another time he FaceTimed me. Does the same thing. Yo, I have a friend that I want to introduce you to. It's Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty came to the store an hour later and like bought a bunch of pieces from yesterday. Mm. And shout out to Tito for making that connection. I'm going to take all the credit. I introduced Tito to yesterday at the Daily back in the day. Hey. I was George knows. Like The reason I love George... Is because he's never bullshitted me. I met him off. We were doing a sneaker. He never will. That's literally George. I love that. I respect I, George I so much. I love that. that. I mean, I think I was talking to Andrew. You know, Europe, Euro Andrew. Shout out Andrew. I know shout George, Andrew. George. I listen to the podcast. George, yeah. shout out him out. You guys short shout out uh, Andrew. <laughs> shout him out again. I was talking it's to Drew, and he's just like, I just never heard George talk that much. And I'm like, I talked to Jonathan more, and I'm like. I bar- nowadays I barely talk to Jonathan. For me, me and George have always had the connection. Oh no, George will definitely out talk Jonathan for sure. All oh, day. I know, and there's no knock to John. I mean, yeah, I, yeah I, no, I no, no disrespect, but just, that's just George's personality. Yeah. And and so, <laughs> um, consequently enough, when, since um, since then, I've always been the biggest uh, like cheerleader for Daily. I've always been just because that when I met George. Uh, back to that point, I was uh, he, I had a table at a sneaker event in like the AAA, and I had the whole fear pack, the three, the fours, and the fives. I managed to get the fives from Shoe Gallery that day. 
whatever that story was. <laughs> and he went up to my table, and I've never met this man before. And he was just like, 600 for all three. I was like, deal. That was it. That's it? That's it? I'm just like, Quick? oh, you're not going to just say, like, what do you offer? You know all those stupid questions? This is pre-StockX era? Dude, it's 2012. Yeah, yeah pre-everything. Pre-everything. Yeah. And I, I just admire it. I'm like, oh, you just you just have money and want stuff? Fam. I'm like, he'll take them. I didn't even hear another. I didn't even counter. I'm like, take them. It's hard to find that. It's hard to find yeah. that. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I was just like, this person's direct? And ever since then... I've sold George and Daly all of my shit for every Jordan one I had in 2013, my Yeezys, everything. Because I'm just, um, those guys have been just dependable. You helped Daly grow, bro. You're Jonathan, the reason. You're Jonathan the reason why we used to come right to my house to pick up shoes. Like, this is 2011, 2013, 2014. Like, the value I have for those dudes. Um, I mean, I remember the story when they got the Doe and Becker Fours at Ross. Like mm-hmm, I'm, a, mm-hmm. I yo, I'm a big ass supporter. I don't gotta be in there all day to buy shit, but like mind I've you, been there from the jump for those boys. Mind you, when daily, so you know my story. Obviously, mm-hmm. I didn't. I knew Jonathan and George uh, prior to daily. We started like even before daily was an actual physical location. We were tabling together. Obviously, I was doing my school route. Shout out to the degree that I don't need anymore. I got that though. Um, still having that connection, and then I went my school route, and obviously they were still doing, doing daily. They would work overnight shifts at Ross while still trying to work on daily and get daily to what it Damn, is now. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Because obviously, I mean, it's hard because daily wasn't producing money. Mm-hmm. So they needed to make something and they were working at Ross, bro. Shout out to them, man. I remember the Ross hustle. I just didn't know they did it overnight. I just know the respect I have for both of them. Um, there, there's something that I value with people and it's loyalty is number one, but just transparency and mm-hmm. in the shoe stuff, it, you rarely meet people who are honest. And for me, it's like, it's a life paramount for honesty. I'm, I'm not going to disclose the number <laughs> and I hate that Jonathan sold them. Jonathan bought my easy twos for me. He sent me a text one day. He was like, it's my birthday. And I know, and I, <laughs> he and, I with the, and I know yours. Give me the player price. And he's like, and I know yours are the only legit ones. And I had that and a pair of of uh, the Soulfly Miami Knights. And he offered me a number I couldn't refuse. <laughs> That's one thing I give jo- I give Jonathan. If he really wants something, he does not care to haggle. He does mm-hmm. not care to look for a cheaper price. Yeah. he will get it. He'll buy yeah. it. He'll he'll search for it. He he got me. Yeah. And I'm just like I saw. I was looking at my. I have you know, bl- you know the the black easy twos, these soulfly shoes, and he gives me obviously you you, you already know what number we're. It's a high number. Yeah. I'm just. It's like, only higher now. It's only gone over time. It's, it's hard to predict. <laughs> Don't hurt me. <laughs> just saying. I never think about. Imagine if you ever thought about that, you would lose your mind. As, as yeah, it's as hard. A shoe it's person. hard to predict. Yeah. You can't. You can't dwell on like what things are selling now versus what you sold them. I was. Uh, Within our community or friends, though, when stuff like that happens, I was just like, what? I was like, yeah, have them. Like, sure. I can't tell you no. So I've been experiencing dealing with these dudes forever. And Jonathan has hooked me up with shit that he's had, too. Me and Jonathan were the same size. He's bought everything from me. You're like a like, 10 and a half, 11. Yeah. Yeah, Johnson's on His, um, I don't know what he did with them, uh, the, but the black and gold Jordan 1s from 2013. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The pan leather ones? Those, those yeah. were mine. 
It's I funny. Know. I think uh, I think uh, those have bounced around from Jonathan to uh, yeah, I know. You know Michael. Michael yeah. Grill. Shout out! Shout out! Grill. Shout out! VM. He's he's the fourth partner of uh, I picked, yesterday. I picked those things up for two seventy five. Two seventy five. Two back then. That's a weird shoe though, because that shoe went up to like fifteen hundred. I know. I remember like Wiz Khalifa was rocking them, mm-hmm. and like they also spiked up in price. Um, and it's pretty much been stagnant now. It's weird to see that some shoes age and just continue to go up in price versus some shoes just kind of plateau. I have I believe in, in karma as a person. Um, there's been plenty of shoes that have gone through my hands that are worth extremes amount of money that I've just shelled for my friends for retail. For retail? Shout out to you. There's not I, a lot of people I, like I you. I can't do it, man. For me, karma is huge. Um, I'll tell you the two people. One of them, uh, I have a podcast with former Simpson. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out soon. Um, Fragment 13s. Fragment 1s. <laughs> Thir- no, fragment 1s. Yeah. Well, his size is 13. Yeah, Fragment 1s. Okay. I, I won him at Shoe Gallery. You do not want to see what the price is right now on that shoe. I gave him to him for box for shipping. Oh. And, and you know what? It's stuff like that that gives me that stuff on the wall. That's how I think about it always. If it's a friend, I can't. For the I can't viewers that are not friend. watching, or, or I know there's, there's not being recorded, but no. that's a $4,000 guitar on the wall right now. That's what he just pointed at. It's a $4,000 guitar wall, and uh, I gave my friend a shoe for yeah. two fifty. That costs, I don't care how much today. Please do not tell me what the number is. <laughs> it's one of those things that they're... It, people could ask three thousand to ten thousand. It's one of those like random. If you have it, you have it. Yeah, if you don't, he has a thirteen, a size thirteen. Does he wear them? Does he have them? Yeah. To me, that's more important. That's man. a blessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. like the people I've met, like a lot of the people sometimes discount the people you meet in the community, and man, I I value my friends more. I'm glad we all wear different sizes and have different tastes. I'm but, a firm. I'm for, I'm a firm believer. It comes. What goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. I don't give, I don't, I don't, I would never, I can't resell to a friend. Same with the guys, like, uh, Dila, shout mm-hmm. out, shout out, keep it gully, Mr. Dila, man, another Miami legend, Dila's been in the game for years. Um, Best vintage wrestling person I know. Oh, dude, he, his collection is insane. As soon as I found out that there was a person at Daily that liked wrestling as much as I did and shoes, I'm just like, fam. How do you find these people? How do you find the right people for me? <laughs> Dila is just like you, where he hooks his boys up. Mind you, this is the newer era of SBs, where mm-hmm. SBs are hitting buku bucks. Uh, I don't know, probably less than a year ago, he sold me his Heinekens that he had that he doesn't care for him anymore for 300 bucks. You can't right? see my face. 300 Podcast. bucks. That is a blessing. And with nothing, like, he didn't care to give me anything. He didn't mm-hmm. want anything from me. I so happened to have Unions, Storm mm-hmm. Blues, the Jordan 1s, DS. I brought them to the shop for whatever reason, and he saw them. He's like, I want that shoe. I'm like, God damn it, Dilo. Why do you want that shoe? I didn't want to sell that shoe, especially because mm-hmm. I know I owe you, and I got to sell it to you for, like, literally the price I paid. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. So I owed it for him, you know, and Dila looks out for me all the time. So it, I gave, it, I, I sold him sh- those shoes for cheap. What they it go makes for me now. feel better, man. I, I, I don't, I don't want to wax my friends. Yeah. Um, I'm the same way. When I bulk, it depends. There's certain things that I like, let's say I've done it to Jonathan. I've done it to George. Certain teas that, you know, I like to invest in or whatever you want to call it, you know, whether I wear it for myself or I buy multiple just to flip. 
if any of the guys want it, yo, just give me what I paid for. I don't care. I don't care to make money off you guys. I know. And if one thing for me is, you got to tell me you're going to wear it. Like, I, I if you're going to wear it, Dila still rocks those shoes. That's one of his favorite shoes. He rocks it every single day. If you tell me you're going to wear whatever item I own and I know you want it, I'll bless you all day for it, for sure. True. It, it's only gets sideways if they flip it. And you just you just don't hope they do that. But for me, out of, like, karma reasons... You know like what? If they, if they flip it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much because you could like let's say if I sold him a shoe three years ago and that was the market and I I hooked him up in the market and the shoe went up quadrupled in value or the, the item whatever the item mm-hmm. it is I can't be mad at it because I didn't I didn't think it was gonna go up for like four times or whatever I mean you put the time it, it, but like if I give it to you and like in two weeks you sell it oh no you're a piece of that's, shit that's disrespectful <laughs> that is that's I'm not for fucking sure. with that like yeah three years your black cat four is worth 1200 yes yeah. please sell that but I, I feel like some of us are greedy at times um, and the reason why I don't knock it is because your style you know style does change well you might not Damn. wear the shoe anymore I'm talking about over time you're right you know over time so if you're not mm. utilizing the item anymore fuck it man sell it Pro- make profit on it I'll be happy for you Use that money and buy something you actually do want. And think about it that way. That's true, because style does change, and my fits now are not my fits of two, three years ago. So, except for SLP, you're always gonna be an SLP boy. I'm glad I'm. I'm. I'm, I. You know what? Out of all the things I can claim, that is the only one. That's the only one. Everybody (laughs) on onto SLP, and I maintain my rotation, boys and men. Let me let me actually speak to the men listening to this podcast. If you need a pair of SLP boots. Because the click clack is mm. essential. Now you can you can and this is what separates boys from men. Like I'm I'm you know I love sneakers, so I would never diss a sneakerhead. That's I'm in the same boat. But when you're going out on the town and you're trying to like feel yourself, there's nothing like a pair of SLP boots. I don't care what Jordan or what no. whatever you have. There's nothing like it. It takes a certain man to be able to pull <laughs> off the fit as well. With an SLP boot, not a, not everyone. No, it could trans- just grab a SL, uh, you know, pair of SLP <laughs> boots and just say, "Hey, I'm feeling myself. It I'm trans- rock It transforms you, man. It's the click clack. I I put on Tito to them. Tito has a couple of fours. Ruga has a couple of Wyatts. Yeah. And my the only they they contacted me for it, which is a blessing because I think they're style gods and I think they 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 have amazing fits. So for someone to talk to me, I'm like, oh okay, and I'm just like, guys, the click clack. There's nothing like that heel. Leather click clack. That's the only reason I can get for SLP boots. And besides that, they're they're silhouettes. How do you feel? How do you feel about loafers? Loafers are having a big wave right now. Loafers are hit and miss depending on your ankles, man. Mm. I hate to say it. I'm a skinny guy. I got them chicken legs, baby. It's hard. It's hard for me because it's such a low cut thing. Yeah, it's it's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mm built. And then you can't rock them with socks. And if you don't have the right shorts, you look whack. Like, I feel that adventurous fits are difficult, but a good boot is something that men should just have. Like, I can't wear espadrilles or loafers. I just can't, man. And I don't even have the skinny leg problems. I have big calves, so I look stupid. Nah, really? I, dude, I, it, it looks dumb on me. It looks dumb. I think you could rock anything. I, I thought I could rock anything too until I started doing stuff below the ankle and it just because it's like thin ankle but then like giant calf and it just looks like swelling. I don't know. Man. It just doesn't look right. 
like everybody, like even the fit, like the fit you got on, like I can't, I can't rock that fit. Sweatpants and a pair of uh, it, Chicago ones, baby. It's it's the it's the green it's the it's the it's the olive and it's the cut on the on the cup mm. because I have my my calves are really big. It just looks weird on me, but like that's no knock to me or to you. It's just like, hey man, everybody I dress to my body. You know, I can't I can't do nothing of about course. that, but. For men, I feel like you should just have general wardrobe. But you're a fashion dude. Like, yo, every man should just have a pair of boots. It's it's so f- it's so funny looking at uh, my style over the years. Cause uh, prior prior to lately, I was working at Nordstrom, mm-hmm. and I was I was selling I was uh, they call it salon shoes, which is women designer shoes. And funny enough, that's exactly how I knew of you and Tito while you guys were working at Apple that's at Daveland. True. Oh so. God. It's crazy how kind of small Miami is, but not really. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you're in the mix, you're in the mix, you know? Me and Tito were at Apple wearing Rick Owens with, yeah, with yeah. Yeezy turtle doves, and no one knew how to act. I remember <laughs> seeing Tito, and this is probably when his daughter was first born, mm-hmm. and him and his wife literally coming ripped from head to toe, like head to toe, like just crazy Rick outfit. Um, and with a stroller coming into uh to Dayland. And obviously it's 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 hard not to remember Tito because like no one was dressing like that at the time. Mm-hmm. And even then now now, even today's standard, you know, Tito dress is very unique. Um and seeing and seeing you guys we do we we have taken lunch at Aoki in Dayland together. Man, I don't remember <laughs> anything. Every time Tito would and I would hang out, it was just uh smoking a bunch of weed before we had to go back to work. <laughs> and um and you, the best part of of Tito's and our relationship with that is that we're just very different. Uh, let's say stylistically, mm-hmm. but like we fuck with the same shit. So like we both like Rick, but we don't wear Rick the same. We both like uh, high end shit, but we don't wear it yeah. the same. Um, he's always been my biggest brother for like for clothing and shit because we we make so much comparisons of notes. I was asking him about Rick. He was asking me about SOP, like and now. Now that we're older, like the relationship between clothing, it's like we've seen everything. So it's even more fun. Like now I'm at the point where I'm just like, yo, Tito, when are we going to graduate? What's next? Like how, when do we become Seinfeld? What is next? When, Seinfeld, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just old money and you're just like, I don't care. New balances. <laughs> New, <laughs> New balances. <laughs> I have so many. Comfort, baby. You know who I'm going to give a, a shout out to? John Franco. Because he's been on the New Balance yeah. game too. He has, he, he has. He, I have the dime uh, New Balances there. He he convinced me because he's just like the mesh is the best. And I was like, you know, every New Balance pair I've bought this year has literally been better than everything else I've bought. I was a Boost boy before. I used to like Nike before. Like I've been on the every wave, but this New Balance old man shit. I'm gonna be Fuck honest. It. I've always been a Nike boy. Uh, I've I have yet to buy any pair of Adidas, just because I've been like so biased, just Nike only. Mm-hmm. I did try on a pair of Ultra Boosts back when I worked at Nordstrom. Ultra Boosts are comfortable, bro. They are. I have yet to. I do own a pair of New Balances. I own the Stray Rats. Um, they're definitely comfy, but I think I would say the Ultra Boosts for my foot at least were comfier. The Ultra Boost is more comfortable, but the New Balance, the materials. Are hands above everybody else. More sophisticated. Yeah, you're a man. I ha- like now I could just be like, hey man, you can wear the nine nine two, the nine nine three, the nine ninety V five, the nine nine seven, 
And I didn't know what the fuck that meant before, but now I do. <laughs> but, and uh, they're so better. And then I know we got super distracted, but I was talking about style. Yeah. Working at Nordstrom, mm-hmm. my style was completely different. I was dappered up, blazer, fucking... Luckily for me, I'm skinny and tall. Zara, top man. Fits. You know what I mean? Everything fit me. I would, shit, I would get everything on sale, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny to see how the style has progressed from like, you know, slacks and blazers and button ups to now I have the luxury of being, you know, being a daily. And obviously, I'm wearing sweatpants to work, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm chilling. But I still like to incorporate a little bit of everything. And then obviously, I do have my, my SOP. I don't have SOP boots. <laughs> But I do have SLP jeans, you know. There's no knock. I'm sure you have a pair of sneakers that dwarfs the price of those shits. Like it's not like you. But it's not about the price, man. I love. uh, For me, for me, it's always a quality and silhouette. Mm -hmm. Like for that's what gets me. Like if I could find SLP boots for a hundred dollars, I'd buy them. But there is no boot at a hundred bucks that feels or 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 is as comfortable or or. The silhouette looks like that, so I guess sometimes you gotta pay the cost to be the pause. Fall, fall season's upon us, man. The fits, the fits will be coming out. To, to all I want to wear is a leather jacket, SOP boots, black denim, and a band shirt everywhere I go. That's all I want to wear. You I still got you, you have a, a biker, a SOP biker. I have an All Saints. Okay, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Why? Why'd you say it like that? Because I. I'm laughing at myself because it's literally a 10% price difference because the SOP version is five fucking thousand dollars. <laughs> and I'm never buying that. Can shit. I get a yikes? Yeah. So I have an All Saints All Leather Moto, which is just, it, it, it's perfect. Everybody should get that actually. Under $500 and all leather lamb jacket. But as long, as, long as it's a, like genuine leather, I think you're good. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Like in, Scott, doesn't Scott, oh, was it, what's the brand? Scott, right? That makes mm-hmm. a. Very Scott, good yeah, uh, I have jackets. a Zara there. I have a Zara pleather one in my closet with the All Saints leather. I'll compare them mm-hmm. so you can see like the difference. But for me, uh, was well. So I was. I think looks for men. You should you should pick them in threes. You should have a formal look. You should have an active look, and you should have a semi casual look. So like for me, like let's say like semi casual is like what you would wear. You know, if it's going to be a date or like a family outing. Casual is like you know, like what you're wearing. Or like you choose sweatpants, I like short shorts. That's pretty much the how. I, like, I love long sleeve shirts and short shorts. That's I my wish I could rock short shorts, bro. These, these, uh, these, these skinny legs just look <laughs> weird in them. Bro, if I wear sweatpants in the summertime, you're just going to see sweat. Just sweat marks all over me. I can't do it. Well, the store is a fridge. That's why I always <laughs> dress like this. I wear a hoodie. In the middle of May and June to Re- work. <laughs> Real wealth is keeping your where you live at 69 degrees or below. Don't let anybody tell you you need a, a BMW or a Rolex. How cold do you keep where you live? Forget about your car <laughs> note. Just make sure you pay your electricity bill. And that's real wealth right there. Real wealth is keeping. Uh, <laughs> I, I grew up in a Latin house. So like, man, the day mm. I, I would wish that the, that I could sleep in cold. My friends who were white just be like, yeah, man, the house is always at 68. I'm like, you uh, must be rich. I'm Cuban, bro. <laughs> Cuban grandparents, you go over their house. Oh, you're hot? Open the door. Open the window. Hot-ass breeze coming inside. Yeah, that's going to help. I have, I have a fan. There's a fan there somewhere because I'm Latin. Because I'm accustomed <laughs> to like, no? You can turn on a fan. Only at night. When you go to sleep, you know I, mean? I got to be freezing to death and the only thing that's keeping me warm 
is my comforter. It's supposed to be. You know, you're not. You don't. It's supposed to be that way intentionally. That your brain actually hits actual REM sleep with lower temperatures. Is it like, work? Have you ever? Have, uh, I have a bio degree, by the way. You're just putting me on. No, no, work? this is true. <laughs> yeah, like try sleeping at hot temperature. You can't. Yeah. When it's cold, it's super easy to sleep because your brain cools down, so it's able to relax. So I told that to my mom. I was just like, man, you made us suffer all of our lives by having that shit at 74. And I know, like, she didn't do it, but I'm just like, man, that's like, it's hot. You can sleep through every, anything now. Now I can, but like, now optimal wealth is like in my if in my if you walk into my like apartment in Miami, you should be able to wear a sweater. That's like what real wealth is. Fuck having a gas tank on on full. That's how the store is, man. That's literally <laughs> how I dress. The way I dress, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The second I step out, I'm probably sweating. But you're like, check out, I'm living. I'm wearing a sweater in July. That's how you know you're wealthy in Miami. <laughs> I have a sweater on in July. Nothing else matters. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know what we're talking about. But besides the point, 2020, the shop, everything's good. What else is going on with you besides that? Me, uh, the next. I mean, honestly, just trying to get trying to stack up. You know what I mean. Trying to save money, man. You have another venture, something else populating. There's another plan in the background for yourself personally. You don't gotta say nothing. Personally, like, I mean, obviously the goal, um, as far as the shop, mm-hmm. let's talk about the shop a little more. Uh, definitely a second location. Pre quarantine, we were thinking about Orlando. Mm-hmm. Obviously, quarantine hit. Um, we were just focused on the current store, and it's been booming. Um, we haven't touched topic in terms of the next store, but definitely that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know. If one store is extremely successful, even if the second was a fraction of it, it's still just more more income. Um, and then personal goals, obviously, a crib, man, or something. Honestly, not even a crib, bro. Just I know George is big on it, and me and George have a few conversations about it. But like real estate, you know, that's some big boy stuff. Rental properties. It's 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 a it's a hard barrier to cross. Even though I've heard all the horror stories that uh all these Airbnb owners, especially with this whole Corona mm-hmm. hit, they're they're not getting any rent. There's no, no one's booking them, and then all those mortgages, multiple mortgages, are just piling and sub-lease piling and on piling. Sublease on sublease. Yeah. We, were, we were talking about that. I think I, me and him had a conversation about that last year, and the interesting part was him understanding that this is the next hustle to get onto, but in reality, the way that 2020 has been, every, every hustle is volatile. Yeah. And then every hustle is difficult. I don't even want to talk. I don't want to get too deep into politics, but the election's coming up. Who knows how that's going to affect everything? Who knows the aftermath of all of this in an economic level? Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things like, you know, whether I'm preparing for that or just preparing for the next move. You know, just saving. I, I'm still I, flipping. <laughs> always flipping. I, I think that um, at least owning something is a step above always. And the moves in 2020 have been so unpredictable that it's like, at least you have something that works, right? Because there's a lot of people who have nothing that works in 2020. Um, I feel that if now more than ever your your personal brand has grown in times of adversity right i didn't even know you guys were doing another store or had the possibility of it do you feel that um the business 
now is more foolproof because if it can grow through this shit, it can keep on growing through a lot of stuff. I was literally stuff. about to say that, man. One of the craziest things is like, if you could take these curveballs that life is throwing at you mm-hmm. and still overcome them, it makes you stronger. You know what I mean? Like, if this didn't stop us, bro, honestly, there's not a lot of things that could mm-hmm. straight up. So it's just one of those things that like, bro, you got to keep on. This literally made, in my opinion, made us stronger. It made, it made us closer. It it showed us that what the store is very is really capable of, mm-hmm. you know? So the next step is definitely, the goal, well, initially the goal was always for John to have his store, George to have a store, myself to have a store. And who knows? We don't want to limit that, you know, anyone else, you know? Um, anyone else that comes along. The thing with the business and a lot of people, a lot of people are, are, are worried. There's that old saying, you can't do business with friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yes and no. You got to just do business with like-minded people who become your friends. You know, you see the person every single day. It's hard not to become, it's not hard to have a good friendship with this, that person. True. So the, it, it takes a team to make, make it successful. You know, I, I can't take credit. George can't take her. John, no one could take sole credit. Um, so eventually, you know, the goal is to have multiple people part of the team and, Obviously, I would love to have hundreds of stores. You never know what the, mm-hmm. what the end goal is, but but definitely, yeah, yeah. The more, the merrier. You know. I think that you guys um, have taken advantage of a market without necessarily uh, milking it dry, because although you are a secondary place. It's, it doesn't feel... I don't know. I don't want to throw them out. They don't exist anymore. It doesn't what? feel like ATC used to back in the day. Oh, shout out ATC. Right? Uh, I had a few shoes consigned there. Luckily, I got paid out for them. But... Uh, uh, like, the experience you guys provide is unique. I can walk in there and see the things that... Like, we're unsensitive to it already. But, like, there's a kid always walking into your place who's never seen off-white so-and-sos and and that makes a big deal for them and you guys don't cut those people's legs from under them and i appreciate that so much that's honestly one of the best things actually is like seeing whether it be a grown man or a kid doesn't matter and, and everyone in between coming in and finally getting something they really wanted and holding it in person and like being hyped just to have it i, I and that goes back to my customer service aspect of like at nordstrom and stuff just like providing for someone and, and, you know, having good customer service and then just making the person happy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've had countless people saying like, yo, thank you so much. Even if they don't buy anything, they're just like, yo, thank you. Thank you for just helping me, you know? Um, and then it, I think we were, t- we touched a little bit in the beginning of the podcast, but um, talking about us, how we're so transparent and genuine, not to toot my horn or horn or anything, but it's weird because like you ever been to, you ever been to Supreme? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, how, how how do you feel how do you feel the workers at Supreme look at you? The first time I went to I don't remember which Supreme in New York. I was just like, this is it. Number one. Number two, I'm just like, why are you being so aggressive to me if I'm just asking what do you have? No one greets you, no one says anything. It was so aggressive. You're almost like shit. I almost think in my head sometimes, should I even ask them if they have this in the size? Like, I don't I even... think it was the Lower East Side one. I think it was that one. But, like, I just was, I was in. 
And I was like, this is what people hype about? Like this? I was so disappointed the first time. Yeah. That's one thing that I, I'm I'm proud that I um I don't say I I want I don't I want to say I learned that from Nordstrom because I've always felt like I've always I always had that in me to just cater to people and just you know be as helpful as, as possible regardless if I gain anything from you. It's mm-hmm. literally how I was raised. Shout out mama, but uh, mama. yeah, but yeah, man. I, I think it's weird to me that like there's this kind of attitude when it comes to like I don't know clothing or streetwear or whatever the case is that like. If you're not rocking certain thing, like you're you're like I'm better than you. That's I don't believe in that. You know what I mean? Like that it's doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit to me. No, I think once you're in the and, game, and for and I feel like reason. we implement that very well. Like it doesn't matter if you're buying a hundred dollar shoe. It doesn't matter if you're buying a thousand dollar from shoe from us. We we treat you the same. And that's that's what I want to believe that the reason why you know we're successful and we're loved by the community because like our it says it on our door. People over profit, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's true. It's definitely a feeling that I, I've always felt whenever I've gone in there. Um, even when I buy the luxury shit, like, it's so frustrating because at the end of the day, they think you're a scammer or you're poor until you whip out the money and then the money clears. And I'm not going to lie. Working in Nordstrom, I could tell who was a scammer and who was not. And, like, whatever. You still got to treat them the same. But for us, it's, it's different because mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, no, no, no chip, no drip. We ain't swiping any cards unless you got ID and you got at least a chip. I mean, and if you have an ID and a chip and it still works, shit, you deserve everything. You're the you're the best scammer in the world. I- <laughs> Take everything. You got it down pat. I mean, if I guess I, that, that makes sense. George did mention that he doesn't care if he gets scammed no more. Like I'm just like, damn, you must have seen some shit. <laughs> George, okay. <laughs> The thing with George, man, he he honestly has bad luck. Like when it comes to <laughs> things like that on his per, like in his personal life, when it comes yeah. to like either things he buys or things he sells, like he's been scammed a few times where like he literally has the right of everything and things just don't go his way. I don't understand why. I've been scammed before. I'll tell you a story. Art Basel, Art Basel ones, which going back to how you gave your boy fragments at retail, mm. I kind of <laughs> Not necessarily that I regret it, but like, damn, I should have held that shoe. I'll be honest, I would have never known that shoe was, was $4,000. That just, was it just last year? It feels like it nah, was last it, year, it right? It does, but no. It was, it was honestly like two, three years ago already. <laughs> uh, the igloos and the and the, mm-hmm. the rust pinks. I bought a pair of uh, of rust pinks. You know, I don't know. Retail was like 190 bucks with tax or some shit. Ended up flipping them three days later on eBay for about $1,000. Shit, that's a great flip. Looking at today that shoe's like four thousand dollars not that best flip but i made my money obviously at the time yeah kept it moving i could have invested that money other things that probably made more money within the three years um anyways shipped the shoe right a dude i said i sold it on ebay dude had over 100 feedback legit mm-hmm. ebayer um he gets the shoes and he says he sends a picture on, on like eBay claims and says it's a pair of Janowskis. Like, yo, this guy shipped me a, inside the box is a pair of Janowskis. I genuinely shipped that shoe. I have no reason to lie or scam mm-hmm. anyone. I was furious. And I was also scared. I was like, fuck, I'm going to lose my profit. And I'm also going to lose my initial $200 that I fucking paid for the shoe. Mm-hmm. I literally called eBay and PayPal. I was like, yo, if he succeeds in this, 
I'm going to buy a Rolex on eBay and say, hey, someone sent me a G-Shock. What the fuck? <laughs> I wanted to do that. I wanted to do yeah. that. Luckily, it didn't happen. Um, I got my money. I don't know what it is. I don't know if my PayPal account has been so active for years and I've never had any you know, false claims. And mm-hmm. I don't know who took the hit. It was PayPal or eBay, but I got my money. The dude, I don't know if the dude got his money, but for sure he has the shoes. So it's a win-win situation. But I definitely intimidated. I feel like I intimidated uh, eBay a little bit. But like, yo, he's going to scam me. Don't make me scam you. Oh, my God, George. An eye for an eye. George was yeah. like, when I told George that like my, my PayPal off eBay was fucked, he was like, you're a scammer. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, George. I was just, no. George, it's funny. <laughs> it, you know, for any of our homies that like uh, ever buys us stuff, so, you know, sometimes we'll take PayPal or whatever mm-hmm. personally. Um and if people, George, George says like, oh, if someone says, oh, I don't have a PayPal account or my PayPal, I mean, I'm sorry, my PayPal account doesn't work. It's like, hmm, that means you did some fishy shit back in the day, probably if your PayPal account doesn't work or, or you're banned from it or whatever. Um, but on top of the fact that he gets fucked over when it comes to transactions like that, even when it comes to ordering food, every time you fucking Uber eat some shit, there's always missing things and his order is orders completely fucked up never fails never fails and it's gotten to the point that he just accepts it like he knows that that's that's how life is like fucking that's how life is for him so it's, it's pretty funny i didn't know it was like that yeah like but i did get scammed off ebay so bad i told her on the last podcast i was so hurt dude so back like, in the day were, were you on iss or nsb.org yeah. Back in the day, it's crazy looking back. Like people used to like send cash inside of shoe boxes or mm-hmm. like you no, know, you ship first and then as long as I get it. That's a that's a lot of trust. Yeah, there it did used to be you ship first. Yes. Oh my covers. It depends. Yeah. Like if you're if you're doing a transaction with like a mod mm-hmm. on a on a forum, obviously you, you would feel more comfortable to ship first or whatever the case is. But if you think about it, like there's no just straight up honesty, you know, straight up like, which it was good for a while, but then like everything that was good, like just t- started turning bad I, and like more I got, scamming. I got got. I just don't remember what shoe. I, I'm just right now trying to think. I'm like, I know I got. Scammed, I got got. But I just don't. Not scammed shoe. though, but uh, me being a kid, I don't, I don't know what year. It was probably my freshman year. I've always wanted. Uh, I, I wanted a pair of Mars fours. Mm-hmm. I bought a pair of Mars fours on eBay. I don't think I've ever said this story, which is, I'm not proud of it, but got them, was so hyped, wore them to school. They ended up being fake. I was so sad. So sad. I think I still have the shoes like somewhere hidden in my fucking closet. I got to burn them or hang them up or somewhere or honestly donate them, whatever. I don't care. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I guess I, I don't know if that's considered being scammed. I thought they were real. So I was scammed internally. You know, I, I got sad. But as far as like on these forums, nah, I don't, I don't think I've ever been scammed. I've I've been scammed, and it's just a part of the game. Uh, Royal ones, and I remember I was gonna sell them, and Skrill told me like, "Yo, those things aren't real," and I was just like, hmm. because I I had every authentic one that year, the 2013. I had every one. Once I got the black ones, it was easy for me to say that. But like I had every the 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 shadows, the, all of them. Yeah. And apparently I got on a pair of Royals and I didn't know. They looked just as... as From now on, PayPal only. 
Mm-hmm. You could always do a claim, get your money back if you ever yeah. buy anything online. So that wasn't that was what 2013, and the rules was still wild wild west. So that wasn't a thing. Now, yeah, I can't believe you maybe remember the days of being like you ship first, check my feedback. Yeah, oh. yeah, straight up. Check yeah, off Nike Talk. Yeah. Damn, Funny, I was, I was an in, idiot. I was in, obviously, <laughs> I would say Nike Talk is probably the biggest mm-hmm. form. ISS is pretty big, but Nike Talk definitely. I'm talking about Ben Baller used to be on Nike Talk. You yeah. know, my, all these big head, big successful people now were all on Nike Talk. I wasn't really a big part of Nike Talk. I, funny enough, I actually started on, and the reason why I got into shoes was because of SBs. I had more SBs than I had did Jordans. Funny Legitly? enough, now, yeah, now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on that camp now. And I'm like, back in the day, I had all the music ones, all the music SBs, because I'm a musician. So I had the U2s, I had the Slayers, I had the Gibsons. And it was just like, because I just like My first that pair shit. of SBs ever were the CNKs. The CN? The CNKs are white, black, and green. And they have like the little sound waves in the back. And I'm vaguely remembering. You're going to have to show me a I picture. Believe it, I, I believe yeah. they're. Um, they were about a, a DJ. Can you believe that my favorite? SBs were the Huxtables and now yeah. like that would be a terrible thing to wear <laughs> yeah those didn't age well that was, like these right here oh okay I've seen this those release? the the last pair of dunks I've ever owned was the Clark Kent 112s I had those and I was the last after that like I just saw my, my pants changing and I'm like I can't wear this like dunks are big like they're not yeah, big, it's a big, fucking fat tongue. Fat tongue. Yeah. It's like a big ass little shoe. tops at least, but yeah. But like a lot of guys can't rock them as they thought they did. Like I'm, <laughs> and now and now they're the most trending thing. It's so weird. It be just dunks in general, or just SB. I don't get it though. Like because back then they're. Like, I get it. It's Travis Scott. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like back then, like I had skater shoes because like I liked skating and like that was a thing. And now I'm just like every. I was talking with Drew about this shit. I'm like, there's no way you're gonna convince me that brown, white, and black is a good colorway. Brown, black, and white. Yeah. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Those mocha ones coming out. Have you, you seen them? No. They're nice. They're nice. Well, I mean, just for people who want to wear cargo I, pants like Travis Scott. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to say that I'm not influenced by Travis. I definitely am. Yeah. Shit, I'm wearing his fucking sweatpants right now. Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, not, I'm not saying there's no knock to it. Yeah. But like, color blocking, I had to. I'm like, bro. There's very few people. It's who neutral. Can rock it's very. Shoe. It's very neutral. It's colors. too neutral. Too neutral. It's the thing is like the brown, with white and black. Like white and black is like my shit. Or like brown, brown and black is fine. Brown and black, but white, brown and black, you're just asking for like for problems. <laughs> like, and I get it because like, um, like Travis Scott dresses well, but. You think the he has whole a collection? Yeah, of course. You think so? Of you don't think it's his own? His collection. I wonder how many, like, people or influential fashion people actually have a stylist or not. A lot of them. It's it's you just can't see it all. And Travis Scott's col- is basically dressing like a 2002 skateboarder. It's not like he's like really reinventing the wheel, but because he's doing it to a, a new group of people. It's new to them. And so like when I grew when I was growing up, like the biggest thing was to have the pants to have like you can zip off to like make them the shorts, shorts all right. under your skate shoes. So I had like Etnies skate shoes and I had those pants that my mom bought like at Dolphin Mall. I remember I used to have a pair of uh audios 
Yeah. Those, the, mind you, always been a skinny dude ever since. Those so, things like, are huge. Huge. Those things are both bulky. <laughs> Not only they were a fat tongue, everything about them was fat. Like, I had those. Did I? I, I technically had a pair of, uh, of uh, DCs too. I didn't look good in skate shoes, but I had the skate shoes. I'm not proud to say it when I was when I was way younger. It's funny. I, I was like, when everyone went through like, I don't know. I don't want to label it like a ghetto phase, but like everyone's wearing like tall tees and like baggier clothes. Mm-hmm. I went through like a preppy stage, skater stage. Like I was always against the grain, and like it was it was weird. Uh, shit, I had the little shell necklace back in the day, but then you one of those boys. Yeah, yeah, back. This is probably sixth grade, bro. But and then after that, uh. Definitely was went through my pack sun phase, you know what I'm saying? And uh famous stars and straps, bro. I, I went through <laughs> that's like saying that's like saying you rocked infliction and shit now, bro. Like, I did. So my mom you rocked got infliction? Me, my mom got me affliction tees in two thousand eight. Oh, I, were, I was a Sean John kid. They were very comfortable. My mom would dress me in Sean John. <laughs> From Burdines or Macy's, the second floor. Shout out Burdines. A lot of people know what Burdines is. Shout out to uh, Burdines on the first floor over there, Dolph uh, Dayland. Jesus, yeah. like my mom addressed me to um, International Mall. We were International Mall a lot. Just, I was just a child of Burdines and in, in growing up, so I find that just as embarrassing. Yeah. It, it, it's funny looking looking back. I've always, I feel like I've always been inclined to style or whatever i believe was style like my personal style mm-hmm. i still remember to this day i think it was fourth or fifth grade being so happy to like color match and go to like first day of school rocking my fat farms all white nah they're i think they i think they were white and navy because i remember rocking my navy like my navy, navy polo uniform mm-hmm. and they were like the fat tongues with the pee on the side and i had a strap too. Oh, those weird mids that they yeah, had. Yeah, I remember that vaguely because I wanted them. My mom wouldn't buy them for me. Well, do you remember? <laughs> uh, I don't know if 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 it was a Miami thing or d- depending on where you grew up. There was these like sweatpant cargo sweatpant uh shorts, <gasps> with, like crazy co- like baby blue specifically. Baby blue. What was that? What was the name of that brand? But I remember wanting those. I want to say it was Iceberg or like Igloo. It was it, it. It was something like, but that. it was like it was, it was like hot. It was like yeah, like yeah, sweatpants material, but it was specifically cargo shorts. You say baby blue, and they sold those at Dolphin Mall. Yeah, epic. Yeah, yep. I'll never. Yep, yep. I remember oh, wanting those, dude. I couldn't rock the baby blue. I'm too brown. I, looking back, I'm like, yeah, no, that was definitely not the look for me. But at the time, for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just because. No, you're right. I the thought all the cool kids were rocking it or some shit. <laughs> the kids who had that were cooler than me. It yeah. was like the Bra- the girls who wore the Brazilian jeans, the same thing. I was like, damn, girl, you're going to wear that cotton candy, like pink or blue fit? fit? Oh my God, you're taking me back, dude. I don't. <laughs> you ever went through a, a, a Amber Canby Hollister or Apostle? It was an, um, a girlfriend tried to do that to me. And I've I, I always just like black clothing because I've always been in bands or I was always a, an athlete. So for me, like black clothing has always been the thing. One, one year. It's always the safest. No, it's the band. I like all the band shirts are black. Like it's true. Not like true. I, I like band tees. And then, uh, then it became a thing and then it ruined it for me. So like now, like my Metallica vintage shirts are not vintage. They're just shirts I've had since 2006. Like, 
So now it's a thing. So now like people are telling me that and I'm just like, but like, I just like vintage tees. I've always liked band tees with tour dates hey, on the back. That's yeah. just, that's just my shit until the market now decided to make it everybody's shit. It's uh, good and bad. Good. Your shirts have increased in value. Bad. The shirts that you have always wanted are probably very expensive. So it's, uh, there's pros and cons. Tito knows. Uh, I've been friends with Tito's forever. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is one day I got fed up with all my shirts. I just gave it to him. To this Tito? Is, I gave him Shout over. Shout out Lil Banty. I gave, him, <laughs> I gave him over like 30 Metallica shirts. That I'm just like, Tito, I'm fat. I can't wear these. Didn't nope. you, was it with you? <coughs> Excuse me. Was it with you? You guys went to a concert recently? Like, not recently, within like last year and a half. Actually, one of the the last time I went to an arena show was with Tito. We went yeah. to go see Iron Maiden. Yeah. yeah. He's never seen Iron Maiden before. I was like, no, 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 no. You guys no. buy any of the merch? Of course. Yeah. I have a whole bunch of the merch. I have the the pop figurines up there. They're like glow in the dark. And that, shit. You know, like, that's, I feel like that's my thing. I love going to music events and buying like the artist merch. Like, I don't care if it's new. I don't care if it's not vintage. I don't care whatever. That I like. I I enjoy rocking the artists that I personally like mm-hmm. and their merch. It 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 does a lot for me because man, today I just tweeted this. I was like, sometimes I'll buy the tea because the song is 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 um uh, priceless to me. Yeah. And to me, music is so important. Then like like there's Metallica songs I've heard three hundred, four hundred times over. I don't give a fuck about paying the tea. Thank you for existing is how I feel when it comes to like art merch like that. So it means a lot. But then you also meet people who just view music as disposable. This is on the radio. Now it's not. So I don't know. For me, like uh, uh, a well-designed band tee is crucial. But now that everybody thinks it's a commodity, it's just like, bruh, I can't even look up anything on Grailed. Any any Metallica tea I want is gonna be three hundred dollars. Even though I'm like they've been printing the same ones forever, I know it has a giant tag. I get it. It's still the same Ride the Lightning tea, but <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's 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 a disadvantage. And plus, uh, shout I mean, out to Jerry Lorenzo for ruining this for me. But whatever, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. There's there's old teas that used to be sold at Walmart. They're fucking multiple hundreds of dollars now. And that's it was because I wonder if Hot Topic ever had like some fire shit. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Sure, right? I, I've had and I've resold. There I was... have old tees from a Hot Topic that I just like, go in there. They always have those like bogos and bargains, mm-hmm. like three for whatever nineteen ninety nine or whatever the case is. But... I've lost so many tees and money because of this hobby becoming a thing for people. When in reality, for me, it's just like there's nothing cooler than a band tee with a tour date on the back. Because that's that's when you went. That's the artist. That's the representation. Double love double sided tees, love them. For me, there's no option besides double sided. I won't. I refuse to buy a tee if it's not, a band tee. If it's that's not double sided. It's a it's a big. It's like what? What's the point? Yeah. If there's no tour dates on the back, did it happen? Mm. I'm sorry. I grew I grew up on that. Like for me, I have my Metallica tour shirt there from when I saw him the first time in 2004. I bought that shirt when I was 15. I bought it XL because I knew. Does it make you sad that some of these bands that you still listen to, that you probably won't get the chance to listen to ever see them again? There's some. I I am an artist follower. That's a good thing to ask me because no one asked me that actually. Right, I'm I'm the podcaster now. Oh I'm gonna be shit! Now. What's up? Um, I I music is the most important thing to me, and I've seen a lot of live acts. Um, I never got to see Prince. That's the one that bothered me mm. the most. I um I tried to buy tickets to his show. He was doing 30 days at in the LA Forum. 
and they all sold out. That's 30 days in a row. You sold out 30 fucking days in a row at the Staples Center. Shout out to that man. Genius. No bigger legend than him. Not um, even from musical, from a from a business standpoint, yeah. too. That boy owns all his masters. And yeah. that's what and, and now people are realizing that. Mm-hmm. They're like, <laughs> side note on the Kanye thing of talking about his masters. Kanye owns his masters. He just doesn't own the records that sold the most money. And that's why he's upset. Because he wants to own college graduation. But he owns Jesus. There you go. Hey. <laughs> At least he owns something. Now he's trying to trying to fix his wrongs, right? That, wasn't that, it? it wasn't he, he? He said that uh, he was gonna pay out uh, like all the masters that he owns of other artists or whatever. Yeah. Whether it happened or didn't, who knows? But uh, hopefully the intent is genuine. For for Mr. Kanye West, um, Kanye West is one of my favorite people ever. But he also has a lyric that he says on one of his Rosewood freestyles, which is "They love you and then they hate you and then they love you again." And I'm like, that's life. And you're living at that part right now, Kanye, where I just hate you. I just, nothing Kanye does to me, I like. You currently hate him? I'm currently hating Kanye. It's just ever since that last album, the church gospel mm-hmm. one, I'm mm-hmm. just like, Papi, que hace? Are you going through something? And and it's not like I'm When is he not going through something? She, fuck, you're right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just, I, okay, so I give every artist a two album cycle. Like, if you fuck up two albums in a row, I'm not bound for you. Nah, I don't think Kanye has fucked up. I think this is me. Okay, okay. So here's the two Unless albums. You, uh, his all his little seven song <laughs> albums that he releases like past um, uh, past year or whatever. Okay, so here's the two albums: the Gay album with the with the Mountain, mm-hmm. and then the God album. The God is good album. Yeah, that's two. You don't like any? You didn't like any of the songs? <sighs> eh, there's some bangs. I'm biased though. There's very few. Very few, okay. There's very few. If we if we talk life of Pablo and Jesus and Watch the Throne and like if you keep going backwards, you're like each of his albums has at least a handful of bangers. These last couple have been very like, what are you doing? I would say repeat value. Sh- yeah, maybe <laughs> not the low. best, <laughs> but definitely definitely bangers in my opinion. Who's one person that doesn't miss? And I know who I already know who I'm gonna say. Look, man, I flew out to see the 808s and Heartbreak shows from Kanye. I'm a stand for Kanye. That doesn't mean that I could I could look at him and just be like, this shit ain't working recently, my man. Like, the recent stuff ain't doing it for me. I'm not saying it's I like I'm I'm it's bad. I'm just saying in my eyes, I'm like, also, here's the thing about Kanye. He's always been so excellent. That unfortunately for him, and everything he does, his though, not good, just music. So yeah, yeah, his good. Stuff. The only thing he's not excellent is at uh, being a presidential candidate. That's that's oh the only God. thing that he probably isn't the best at. But uh, we'll 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 not go too deep into that. Like he's <laughs> he's done so amazing that maybe an okay effort it just feels bad on his part, and I think maybe he's just, he's suffering his own success on that because. All the way until St. Pablo, he never missed. Like, nothing. And he starts missing now-ish? That's not that bad. I mean, like, it's a long career. Like, 2003 to yeah. 2020. He definitely has a very long... I mean, I think he's still he, going. Artists miss. Metallica's my favorite band of all time. And they miss. Like, they've had misses. Drake doesn't miss. You're lying. Everybody misses. Every- Drake... <laughs> Drake has yet to miss, just saying. 
I talk to Krieger about this shit all the time. I'm like, I don't take Drake seriously because of Marvin's Room. It's the only oh, reason why. You, come you did on. The biggest simp anthem of all time. And he's good at being <laughs> any person or role that he wants to play at. I'm whether you believe it or not, whether you think he will catch mm-hmm. a body or not. I'm not the judge of that. He destroyed it's men. More about it's more about the emotion that he portrays. <laughs> he destroyed men because he said, yeah. you know. At that line, although we all feel that what's way, that, uh, uh, we should never say it. <laughs> what's that? What's that song? <laughs> fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. Enoch, Even fuck Enoch, you, yeah. you there we go. That's the original Marvin's right there. And that song is really good, dude. Yeah, the one hit wonder type thing, right? Yeah. I like that line in that song that she, he's like, You even gave him head. I just <laughs> always made me laugh. I was just like, Damn, you even gave him head. Like, what, what kind of conversation was that guy having to get to that song? I remember in that in high school with whatever girl I was dealing with, just be like, Fuck you, you hoe. I don't want you back. Thinking that whatever girl was like a hoe in like 10th grade. But going back to Drake, I don't think I don't think everybody missed, got misses. Like, come on, man! Every every I think artist Drake has. Misses. I think Drake will go down as one of the best musical artists of all time. I'm not knocking it, but there's everybody has misses. Now he, the thing with Drake is like the singles aren't misses; it's the albums. It's like if I were to pick a Drake album that I would Bruh. say was a miss, it would be nothing. Was is the same or nothing was the same, whatever. That album to me miss. is a miss. It wasn't even a miss. I'm saying to me, yeah. in comparison to Thank Me, what is it? Thank Me. Oh now? yeah, dude, it's and, hard. It's hard. And, Kula, and um, and take care. It's hard to one up himself. Like he, it's he has true. so many good albums that it's hard to one up. But if you compare his albums to other people's albums, like, I would good. agree on you on that. My kind, my issue with Drake has always been that sometimes the the songs feel very inauthentic. What was your favorite uh, Kanye uh, Kanye album? You said uh, Graduation? 808 and Heartbreak. Oh, 808 and Yeah, hands down. It's my number two album of all time in my lifetime. What do you think was his most, like, I guess, like, um, and this is why I love Young Thug so much. Mm-hmm. The one he experimented the most. Jesus. Jesus. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I love Jesus, but not, the, not for the same reasons that I would love 808s. Mm-hmm. Jesus is crazy. None of that shit makes sense. But it influenced so many mm-hmm. artists. But when it came out, I can't tell you that I understood it. I want to say definitely it almost goes back to like Metallica merch and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Jesus merch had that same impact. Like one of the craziest It felt merch. like Rockstar merch. Yeah. That's a, I met Virgil at the, at the One Miami of the most show. influential like merch mm-hmm. for music ever. And at that time, it was considered racist. Because of the of the Confederate flag. Well, yeah, he had that bomber with a huge ass Confederate mm-hmm. flag and the Confederate flag and uh, the Native American stuff. They were considering it quote unquote racist. I'm like, this is 2013. Now it's funny to look back at. Um, but I was a stand for that shit. I had the Hot Topic merch the same way I had the merch at the show. Yeah. If I didn't buy all those shirts medium, I would still have them all. But if I would have bought them extra large, I still have for some the future. Of that. Some of those shirts still are bangers to me. I think I love those. <sighs> They're all bangers, man. And they just don't fit me. So I gave them to Tito. And now he doesn't have them anymore, most likely. The only, the only merch I didn't care for too much and like, eh, whatever. The, I feel like Pablo shit. It started hot. And then got it like, fell off yeah. immediately. And it, and it's not his... I, you know what, man? It's 
the Kanye thing has been so in our pop culture that it's hard to disassociate him from our regular influences. Like from even if you if it wasn't the music, it was the shoes or the way he dressed or the way he said something on stage about Taylor Swift. Like that guy is just like, how is he not a part of your life in our last 20 years? You know, it's funny people compare um, his influence now to like uh, or I'm sorry, people compare Travis's influence mm-hmm. to how Kanye had in fashion. I would say maybe. But Travis has been hot for a very small minute. Not and as long. Yeah. Kanye has had a different look per album. Literally. Literally. At, I mean, if I told you what does Kanye look like in 808's era, you know exactly what that mm-hmm. looks like. What does it look like in... in the, like, the Kind of like the mini fro with the, the mini- freaking red red mm-hmm. bow tie. And like, yeah, more dapper kind of. Yeah. And before that, it was the pink, uh, the, the popped polos. If it wasn't for the Watch the Throne tour, for me, he would have never put Gavanchi in, in existence like that. Dude, talking about that tour, till this day, I still want those Margella Future, like, pony hair. I don't mm-hmm. know what type of hair. I just know the hair. The pony hair futures. Yeah. yeah. On In his specific, like, colorway, mm-hmm. like, those, uh, I don't know, they were kind of darkish. It brownish. was like a snowish. I want to say put, yeah, it was like that, a, like an abominable snowman colorway or something dumb like that. His uh, I definitely enjoyed that era of uh, Kanye fashion. I think it's still influential to this day. The leather, remember Ennor? I had a remember pair of their denim, not the leather ones, and I had a pair of the flannels. I had a, I believe uh, what's what's the, the creative director Rob? I think his name was Rob. Yeah, the Asian yeah. tattoo dude. And then like he started doing stuff with black scale, and then I think he I think he he's trying to put Inor back on the map. Too late. Yeah, yeah. Those those leather sweatpants were the shit back in the day, but um, that's not 2013 no more. And they were the is really, black scale still around? No, they're they're still around, but they're not as big. That was my biggest. I feel like they never thing. really got big. I mean, obviously, their biggest point was when ASAP was rocking them a lot. They're 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 West Coast big. Yeah, they're not low. They're not East Coast big. Um, they're a West Coast based uh, brand. Yeah, kind of like how Diamonds is. Yeah, but Diamond went like real. They they they're commercial back kind of global, like global yeah, 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 yeah. kind of sort of. But like yeah, back then it was black scale Diamond yeah. hundreds. That was all that. Yeah, uh, that, that West Coast. That with a with a what was that brand with a Tisa snapback. Oh, t- wait, what'd you say? Tisa, Tisa. snapback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you were just like the the goat. You were like the fashion guru. I never bro. I never went through that Tisa. You never had a Tisa. I had a. I had a just Don. It's embarrassing. I, I had a just Don. Uh, I had a just. I had a Dallas Cowboys yeah. just on, and I had a San Antonio uh, Spurs. And honestly, I I relate the Tisa. just Don stuff back to Kanye, when you rock Jordans and leather pants and flowy tees and just Don. I was them. at that unknown release. With Virgil and Don C and Kim yeah. K were there. Like yeah. I've been a stand for so long now that it's like I don't care at this point. But like, isn't that weird how we have like weird milestones with these people? Or <laughs> like different clothing things that don't fucking really matter. <laughs> like I remember where I was when I got my Easy Twos. Like I, I like it's just, it, I can't escape my mind of it. I mean that's just it's what we what we like, man. That's what, I feel like. Mind you, I've met a lot of my close friends because of it. Same. You know, I'm not just, obviously at the end of the day, it's just materials, but there's more to it. It's funny. I, I actually, 
I don't even remember how I actually met Andrew. I, I was about to tell you the story of how I met I, Andrew. I, dude, I technically haven't even known Andrew for a long time. I just... It's just crazy to me how much love he shows. And it's almost like you don't really meet a lot of people like that. Especially, I don't know, not on some masculinity shit like men. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll show love. I'll, I'll compliment a dude. I don't give a fuck. Like, there ain't nothing wrong with it. Make someone, make someone smile. And Andrew was just that guy. Like, he was just so nice and cool. And obviously, he would dress up and down like crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rick or whatever. Which, it might come off intimidating at one point. But if you just have a conversation with homie, dude, it, nothing but love I, I think i introduced him to daily i have to remember the story there's actually I, I didn't even know andrew that well he was about to go on a flight mm-hmm. right and he invites me to a little diner by his house mind you i live in i live in kendall it's like a 40 50 minute drive for me i woke up at like six six or seven in the morning to go meet up at the diner and literally have a sit down talk breakfast with a guy i barely know <laughs> We ate, we ate breakfast, we talked, we kicked it off. I'm like, dude, you need a ride to the airport? I got you. Mm-hmm. And they'll take him to the airport. Like, that's how, that's how dope. And then it's, it's, I was just, what I've, I appreciate Andrew because he, he's taught me to be more intentful even. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's funny as someone that I barely, barely know, it's teaching me to be, I guess, a better human. No? <laughs> we have conversations all the time. Like, sometimes I'm upset that I'm like, dude, it's four in the morning in the Netherlands. Why are you awake? Like, I call him all. He hears the shit. I call Andrew all the fucking time. Dog, he texted me a few days, a few days ago, just saying, yo, I'm just feeling a little homesick right now. I'm just showing, showing some, some love to the people back home, bro. And I just thought about you. I'm like, yo, that, what? That, that hit me, man. That's awesome. Oh, he's extremely genuine, man. Like, I'll. I'll go like outside here. I'll smoke. I'll like roll up a blunt and I'll call Andrew. Like I talk to him on the phone and like it, it's, he's just such a genuine, he's one of those people that I'm like, if you say a bad word about him, I have more second th- th- guesses about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't, if Andrew's crossed somebody negatively, you've had to earn it. And it, for me, yeah, yeah, like to see and to see that, like that you he's told me that you've taken him to the airport, but he's never yeah. told I've never knew the back of that story. Yeah. Uh, shout out to him because like that meant glue and network is funny. The first time I showed him about daily was that too. He brought his boy from the Netherlands and he shows unconditional love mm-hmm. till this day to the shop. He literally says, yo, he's so thankful for everything that we do and being part of the community. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't, I guess I don't realize it sometimes that I'm so focused on working and stuff. And like, I take a step back and be like, damn, people really do love us. And, you know, people really do care for us and are proud of the stuff that we do. And that's awesome. It's always, it's always good to hear that. It's the genuine nature of you guys. Like it's, 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 it's just that, like you have to understand that, um, the people matter. It's never been about the product because, like, now the product of anything is more accessible. When I was growing up, when I was growing up, if I missed a release, where was I going to get it? Like, it was it was eBay or hoping one of my friends wasn't willing to whack me over the head with tax. Or if you're desperate, Craigslist. This is before any of the local. (laughs) You're at some Craigslist meetups. I paid so much money for a pair of LeBron Low Floridians. (laughs) 
But that's besides the point. I've like you know what I'm saying? Like the game is the game, but like the game has brought me so many of my friends. And I've always found that interesting. Nike Town Sunset? You're at a few few campouts over there? Yeah, I used to live in Kendall, dude. Yeah. Like of course I went to the Nike Town Sunset. Like that was easy money. That's why I'm upset that people care about like fucking dunks now. I'm like, I remember when the dunks were just sitting, the Wolverine dunks. They don't give a fuck about that shit. And now all of a sudden it's a heater. Like I'm just glad that at this point I know what everything in the game is and I don't want it. Like, I'm good. Like, you're, you're, there's no shoe that I'm just like, I need anymore. You've had That's it already. Really you have had it. I've recently rebought a couple things that I used to own, but they were just extremely, like, hard to find. But, like, there's very rare. I do need a pair of Royal Ones, though. I just keep reselling them, man. Like, they someone always wants $400 for a pair of old beat-ass fucking that, uh, ones. I'm not going to tell them no. That pick, uh... Tito, Tito loves that pig of, I think, Slash, right? Mm-hmm. Slash rocking the Royal Ones. Okay, that is the metal shoe. Like, like a the, lot of the metal guys like Royal, Royal Ones. ones yeah. Like, yeah. That's the only Jordan I would keep. The only Jordan I want is a pair of Royal Ones. I love I love to see that, like, cross between, mm-hmm. like, it's rock and, like, I don't know. I would say a Jordan is more of, like... It's an urban shoe. Urban culture. Like, yeah. It's definitely an iconic shoe, but I love that. I remember... <laughs> I know we're back bouncing back and forth mm-hmm. here, but working at Nordstrom, I always, always, and I regret never doing it, always wanted to be as fly and dapper as possible and have a, f- like, I'm talking about clean cut. I used to have, like, my hair done real nice. Super dope. Full set of grills on the sales floor. You'll never, you'll never, I'll couch you off guard with it. Mm-hmm. You'll never know. I love, I love the, the, What's what's the the word I'm looking at? like things that that you would never assume or like that would go like together. associate? I dude, I was just in the conversation of getting grills again. I want fangs again. Yeah, man. Just like just Do two, it. just like ah, just like two bottom fangs it, in my regular in my regular get up and 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 swag. That's one thing I uh, as I've aged, like I I don't care anymore. I actually like kind of just do what I like. I paint my nails. I get shit from my fucking grandma all the time. Mm-hmm. It's funny. My <laughs> my grandma was like, at first, she's like, yo, what is that? Like, your pain. My grandma's a very religious old Cuban lady. Mm-hmm. Only speaks Spanish. Is that some some satanic shit? What do you, what's wrong? And then she hit me with the follow-up question. She's like, are people going to think you're gay? And I told her, yo, honestly, if they do, I, I don't care. There's nothing wrong with being gay. I just don't care what people think about me. Mm-hmm. If that's what if that's what it takes, let you fucking think whatever the fuck you want about me. If I paint my nails, I don't give a fuck. I sent my mom a picture of what I posted on IG today because I'm trying to be a good son. And her reply was just a whole bunch of negative shit. And I was like, look, I'm aware of what I'm looking like. I send you this so you can know that I'm alive and you can just be nice <laughs> rather than you just that's shit the mother, on me, that's lady. The, that's always going to be the mom. Just like, he's like, con ese pelo así, la lengua afuera. I'm like, I'm aware I'm doing this. This is what I want to look like. And and where's, where's the, the, the famous Gucci, the Gucci shades? I see them right there. Oh, uh, the, the... I love those things. The Gucci podcast shades? Yes. The popsicle sticks? It's just, it's just too much accessories on my head that I can't rock this with the bandana and the headphones. You look great. But usually this is just like how I talk to people. And I love the the, the, the yellow, I believe it's yellow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the yellow tint. Some movie producer shit, you know? It's a, you get it. This, these are the glasses that I have in order to make a deal. So I'll look at it and be like, hey, are we going to make this song? Or are we hey, not going to make this go. song? That's literally. <laughs> but they're so fucking heavy, dude. I can't. Like, they're just, they're just fucking. 
Why do I even buy those? Like, <laughs> why not? I love them. And oh, you, shit. you. I mean, but the Gucci shades are essential to the podcast vision. It was gonna be my original um, logo for my podcast with a with a, like a mic, like hanging out with the Gucci shades. That's the look, man. It could be. I I, I like. I think them. it is. I think that's a signature look. That's your signature look. It's just a lot of cranium accessories. <laughs> cranium accessories. Yeah, cranium. So the <laughs> the la- actually the last. You know what? I don't know where I'm gonna air this podcast. Or I don't know where I'm gonna air the last one. But I had a Q and A with my friend Alex, and uh, we were just drunk. And it was the first Q and A that I have had where like Instagram basically asked all the questions, and uh, it, it, they were just all filthy questions. Like Instagram just decided to ask me either self-motivation questions or just sex questions. Shoot me one. What's up? What's the question? <laughs> or this is what we're getting to now? No, that's what I got asked. So the last time I had these shades were that and I was drinking. But if you I'll ask you questions, you know what? One of my favorite questions on that list were like, what are your non-negotiables in a relationship? Non-negotiables? What are you just not going to tolerate? If someone came mm. up to you with some energy, you're just like, nah, not today. Not for me. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't, uh, not not bashing all, all the sex workers out there, mm-hmm. but I can't have my girl on, on OnlyFans. If that's a non-negotiable, I don't know. No, and, and and why wouldn't it be? That means, like, you want your woman to, to myself. not sell herself. Yeah, I think it's a valiant ask. If she don't want to do it, that's on her. But no, but no, no knock to you for not wanting to deal with but that. But a real non-negotiable man, I... That's a non-negotiable. I can't. That's a I real can't. One. I don't know. I can't. Unless it comes to mind, like in the in the moment, I I don't know if I have one. I I think for me, a non-negotiable, a hundred percent is always uh, honesty. And you get honesty in different places in a conversation. Oh, but that's. I feel like that's that's for sure. That's like a given. Oh, honesty, man. trust. But, and that's just like the foundations of a relationship. You'd be surprised. I said that in my last day Dude, podcast. What? You'd be surprised. Because on, I, honesty isn't... Uh, Who doesn't have that as a non-negotiable? That's some psychopath <laughs> shit. Like, what? Like, how can you not have a significant other that's not honest? Or not, like, to at least you. Well, because you can be honest with facts, and you can be honest with the truth. So a lot of people, like even me, I used to be on a debate team. I grew up in a very strict household, so I know how to talk. And I know how to talk my way around everything. But I also hate doing that because it's inauthentic because i feel like i've been lying all my life because you can like manipulate anything yeah so you you, you, i'm i'm somebody who because of that reasons i like blunt honesty the more brutal and quicker the better but that's not everybody and like a lot of people will kind of tell you that's what they want and it's not man and it's okay you know it's okay but i don't think that uh it is a thing you see in the future. You see it immediately. Like I can catch somebody like hyping themselves up and lying right up front. So for me, like that's an, that's an easier deterrent for me. And it's just like that. And when, you know, when someone gives you that, like but trying yeah, to prove something comes, to you, energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that to me. Like, and, and people do that sometimes. Like they're trying to prove stuff to you. When imagine if I went to daily, but like, I, I, co- and, I correlate that with insecurities. Yeah, it is. You know what? To kill what I say, it to cut what I'm saying, it is an insecurity. But at, sure. I don't want to entertain that at, at, at my age where I'm like, you should just be comfortable in your shoes, dude. Like, I like you because you're you, not because of what you're trying to tell I, me. I feel like that's just something that, that that happens when you're younger. You know? 
like I, I, I could imagine, I always imagine myself when I was a kid and I was just trying to hang out with older kids and trying to prove that I'm cool to hang out with older kids. Like, but I, yeah, that's some youth shit. You know? I haven't stopped seeing it, man. It's at, like, if it's not my friends. Also, maybe some older. Miami shit. Like, status? It, status. It's, status. It's, it's status. Yeah. Like, how do you stop status? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can always get more status. By not believing in it. <laughs> like, I don't believe in status. Ah, that's true. Like, I, I don't. I, but, like, I don't you care. have. I don't you care have li- if you're making six figures. I don't care if you're making minimum wage. True, like, but you have limited shoes, right? There's a shoe that you have somewhere in your closet that's super sought after right that's a that's status sure. to an extent my slp boots are status yeah i definitely yeah if you put in like if you put it like that yeah i sound like a hypocrite because yeah. i definitely have expensive not, shoes not to say the hypocrite but i feel like it's more of like we're so multi-leveled that it just doesn't allow us to just i like my i love my 50 dollars shoe i love my two thousand dollars shoe i have a pair of easy twos mm-hmm. uh, i have a pair of all white air forces you know i love to rock them differently but uh, but yeah, I guess it, go, it correlates to status, and it, and then, you know, being from Miami, it's it's like a love and hate thing. It's a very Miami thing, flashy type thing. But I I try not to to delve on status in Miami because I feel like it's like an argument you can't win. Um, there's always gonna be someone better than you, right? More money, better looks, more access. So the thing I like to do for myself is is um basically just create that niche for myself and i feel like a lot of our friends have a niche like i don't know why we're talking about tito so much this podcast but like no one looks like tito tito's goat you can't dress like tito you can't do shit he does i can't and i like the same shit he mostly likes i can't rock those glasses and you're rocking them great right now (laughs) yeah i understand but that's you know i mean that's that's the beauty of it that's like i'm looking at at, at the cuffs in your pants and i'm like i could never my my ankles just don't allow that. Like they just they're just so fucking fat. They just don't allow <laughs> a Jordan one to sit on a cuff sweatpants. It just doesn't occur to me. So like I guess we all find our fits based on that. Like some sort of insecurity slash like this is the best I can do. <laughs> That's so it it it's funny. There's so many times like I've missed on like hype clothing items just because my body just doesn't do it. Well, it goes to like you can't you can't buy style. You could have the most expensive fit on, but if it doesn't look good on your body or you don't know how to rock it, it's but sometimes you just want that shit to fit on you. And it then don't. if you want it bad <laughs> enough, just like you wanted that damn guitar guitar on your wall right now, you'll, you'll do it. You'll get it, and you'll make it work. Maybe, maybe to your in your in your own world, you'll make it work. But That's maybe true. not to everybody else. But fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Let people laugh at you. There's uh there's an there's enough in, in, in our world of like clothing and like how we feel about all this uh gear that shows that A, we are a group of men who know what we want to look like, but also man, you're a whole bunch of unsecure dudes who just fucking care about clothing. Like I've dealt with that all my you think, life. You think being into shoes and clothing is metrosexual? I don't think so. I think that's how people on the outside may feel. Yeah. Like on uh like material stuff? Yeah, I, I, I have enough Chad friends, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're very just in that realm. And I'm just like, I don't know. Life is an experience, dude. If 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 you don't really care for it, then that's fine. But I'm not going to... Sh- I don't shit on no guy for nothing. Like, at the end of the day, 
Um, if you want to wear cargo shorts and Crocs from Walmart, I don't fucking care. As long as you take care of your family, and just you're don't a good wear person. don't wear Sperry's and Nike socks, please. That's, that's, that's a specific no, fuckboy. That was that was uh, the high school. That's the high a school specific fuckboy. The Sperry's and Nike Nike two socks. That fuckboy doesn't pay rent, so that doesn't <laughs> count. We're talking about like real men. Like if if you're my dad will sue you. <laughs> Like if you got if you're in your forties and you really wear Crocs and jorts, you don't got no time for that shit. You know, nah, yeah, nah. That's, that's, that's it's, it's the it's it's the Nike socks and the Sperry's. The Nike that's that's the only one. Because <laughs> you know what kind of kid wears Nike socks and Sperry's. If you're in Miami, Florida, you know exactly the kid who wears Nike socks and Sperry's. And that kid's never getting in trouble. He's never flunking a class, and he has access to everything. And that was not my growing up at all. So I'm a little salty. That he can have brown Sperry's with black yep. Nike socks. And uh, by now, he's probably hired by his dad somewhere making more money than I am. So, like, <laughs> I can't compete. <laughs> it's, so fu- it's so funny how you correlate a, a certain look to a, a person. I guess that, that at the end of the day, that's, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it is, it is a stereotype. But it... it, it it's funny, you know, that there's a saying that you, there's stereotypes for a reason, but then there's also, like, it's also fucked up, but some of them are funny. There's stereotypes all over the place. I feel every time I wear a pair of boots and, like, a shirt um, that's buttoned up, someone just automatically assumes I'm, like, a ranchero. <laughs> and I'm just, like, cool, man. I mean, that is ranchero swag yeah, to yeah. a certain extent, but I don't feel that way, and I, I let it go. Like I don't, I don't attend. And to that. that's what I was talking about earlier. When when it comes to like how I wanted to have a full dapper fit and mm-hmm. grills on, because if I have a full dapper fit and I don't open my mouth, you think I'm like a very professional. Uh, I don't know. I have a very professional look. You might not know what I am. Mm-hmm. The second I open my mouth, you're like, wait, what? That's a curveball. I love, I love that. I love that curveball. You know the the, the contradictions. Mm-hmm. What's that commercial with? Uh, I think it was like Starburst or some shit. Like over oh, the flavor colors yeah. or something. No, like, they're they're talking about like a, a walking con- contradiction. It was like an Asian dude in a full like Irish. Oh, like, the meme ones. The, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I love that. That's what I ex- strive to be. Like, so something something very clean cut, dapper with mm-hmm. grills on. It's like a contradiction. I appreciate that. You should. You should try to do that. I appreciate that kind of look because my life has always been people who um, don't understand different shit. I'm like, yeah, I love metal. I love rock. I love Nike. Like, I like all those things together. Like, why can't I have my outfit be all those things at once? You know, why can't I? And now people nowadays, that sounds so fucking boomer. You can have a pair of (laughs) of off-white whatever and a Metallica shirt. Dude, when I was growing up, that was not the case. Like, you couldn't have the Metallica shirt with Nikes. It was just like, no, if you like rock, you have Metallica shirt with Converse or with Vans, right? And now kids have all the ample ability. If Even even if you don't want Supreme or or bullshit, you can just wear whatever. Like, I I went to school and they were like, are you a rocker or a rapper? Like, that was like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what that's what I appreciate nowadays mm-hmm. with when it comes to like the fashion stuff. Like everything's, I would say, is a little more open minded in that aspect. Extremely. So like you could rock whatever, and if you rock it well enough, it goes with you, bro. Fuck it. I like that the rocking of clothes now involves clothes that fit people. I love I love the this podcast is like <laughs> all like fashion driven and stuff. Hey, it's what we enjoy. It's something that I think is so crucial, and it makes my personality shine. 
I can't express myself outside of my clothes, man. And a lot of people just like to think it's materialistic. And the last podcast I mentioned, I'm like, nah, man, it's not. I don't feel right if I don't wear SOP boots. I think uh, uh who's I love that? that shit. I think uh, Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. If you notice him in the in the in the in the playoffs in the bubble, in the finals and stuff, he uh, what purposely wasn't getting like a haircut because he wanted to. Obviously, he wanted to look like your average black man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I admire shit like that. Like, just people that don't care. But, like, you you can't always judge a book by its cover. And that's where I always correlate with, like, certain, certain fashion, certain things. Like, you know, just do what you like. And obviously, like, make make a point. And he's making a point with not getting, not getting a haircut and, like, mm-hmm. letting his facial and his, like, his locks or, you know, his twists grow out. And just, like, do it, bro. There's very little adventuring when it comes to that amongst guys, I've noticed. And the thing is, like, we're just in a very normal group of that, that we think it's normal. Like, Rugal texted me a couple before he got here, like, oh, I got a pair of Isumiyaki pants that don't fit me. You want Yo, them? shout out him, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> shout out shout Rugal. Out, yeah. yeah, shout out him, bro. He makes things look good. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously a bigger man, and he he's a, one of the swaggiest big men I know. That boy, that boy be putting some fits on. Mm-hmm. He, he, we were, we were just talking about those Isimiyaki pants because I, I've bought a bunch and he's got a bunch. And obviously, but, high, high end fashion is always yeah. geared to like very fucking petite, skinny people. Mm-hmm. He don't give a fuck. He don't, man. He rocks. And it he looks good. It. He's such a good role model for, uh, for the, for the fits. Even today's fit with that vintage like salsa tea, I was like, stop. You're hurt today. Oh, he was rocking Union Fours. No, he was rocking the Union Fours with uh, like some brown slack things, and then he was rocking a a vintage like like salsa like merengue artist. He kills. He kills all his Dior fits too. I know. I I couldn't compare the Dior Dior, Don right there. I'm just happy to know him. I'm happy that he asked me once for SOP. I'm happy that he steps. (laughs) He steps into daily. He. he, I told him. That's another person I told about daily. I got mad at him one day. I'm like, dude, you have all those shoes. Just get rid of them. Yeah, I'm like, I don't keep anything. You gotta have a, a little a little JP plaque on on in daily. Hey man, I've been pushing you guys from the fucking there's no one could take that. I've away always, from I me. think was it Liv? I think Liv has like a big wall where mm-hmm. just people sign. I need yeah, a wall. We gotta, we gotta bring that. We gotta bring I've, that. I told Tito, I told Andrew, I told everybody ever I would tell about daily because of the experience I had. And I, and dude, I was living at on Cutler Ridge at the time. Mm-hmm. And I would drive to the Hialeah store to sell my shit. If those guys ever wonder how much I fuck with them, that that's how much is I when fuck I knew them. people really fucked with us. Mm-hmm. People that would literally drive from as south as Homestead and as north as fucking Pines or whatever, mm-hmm. drive to Hialeah, the where there's literally <laughs> nothing around to do in Hialeah. Sure, you want to go to Westland Mall? By all means. All right, you want to go to Robert Wayne and 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 fucking J.C. Penney's and H and M? Cool. Piccadilly. Yeah. Um. So people that would literally drive out and come to the store when the store was like a closet size. Parking was horrendous. If you remember the parking, the mm-hmm. OG OG customers remember the parking. You would have to either park. Hopefully, mind you, we had like five parking spots. Four of them were taken by 
us or the people working there. So there'll be like one cent, one parking spot that was available. If not, you have to like park on the sidewalk mm-hmm. or park at Checkers and pray that your car didn't get towed. So shout out to everyone that supported that. Or, store. or in my case, shout out for my girl sitting in her car at the Checkers while I did my business. Hey, so there you go. I've had, dude, <laughs> prior, prior for me, you know, being a part of Daily, I would go to Daily with, you know, my chick at the time. Mm-hmm. And she would wait in the car. And then anytime you step in daily, you always think, hey, yo, babe, I'm going to take like five minutes. Don't worry. I'm just be in and out. You step in there. You get your shit done, whether you're buying something or dropping off something or consigning or whatever. And then you just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And you know how long that conversation is going to go. And you get that text from your girl like, uh, how much longer are you going to be? Like, can you hurry up? Like, whatever. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so shout cool. out to everybody that used to come to the Hialeah store and go through that and obviously once you're there that's it you're done like there's nothing else to do in highly you might mm-hmm. as well just go home or do something else but now in this location obviously in the windmill location there's we're in the middle of everything so like mm-hmm. it's so much easier for people to do something else go to downtown go to shoe gallery go to winwood go eat something go to the beach whatever the case is so the people that really supported us in Hialeah, i appreciate all of you guys because it was a miserable trip. I hated going all the time, but no one else took care of me. It's the reason why I support those boys for so fucking long. Because it was a miserable experience driving down West 49th. <laughs> amen, amen to that. And you know, damn well, Hialeah traffic and around 5 p.m. Dude, Palmetto. It's, it's not even that I hate the boys. It's more like the chances of a car hitting me on the way to them is mm-hmm. higher. Yep. And I don't know if I would never get mad at the boys. We've had we've had but. accidents in our parking lot. <laughs> yes, bro. People either backing up or like parked on the sidewalk. Uh, it's it's not. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun, but it was definitely a good time. That backing up to get to the main street, like that was not fair. Yeah, I'm I'm fortunate that I never had an accident. I never got hit, and I had a place to park and every sh- single time. I I look back now. So if you are an OG customer, you we would go on like lunch breaks. Mm-hmm. Like hour long lunch breaks. We'd just close the shop. Oh yeah, we'd be back at four. I remember that we shit. We would close the shop. Yeah. Just for an hour. Just close the shop. No, no specific time. Just whenever we whenever the the shop slowed down and there was no one in the store, all right, this is our time to go to lunch. And that that's so not good now looking back at it, bro. Like it sucks when when someone, especially you know, a customer, whoever the whoever the case is, planning their day and they're mm-hmm. like, yo, I want to stop by, I want to support my boys, I want to support the store, or whatever the case is, go to the store and we happen to be on lunch. That sucks. From a consumer standpoint, that's that's awful. Mm-hmm. And we used to do that every single day when we were in Hialeah. Luckily, we've grown enough and we have enough people to like, you know. The store is open at all times. There's no actual lunch break. Obviously, we take individual mm-hmm. lunch breaks or whatever the case is. But yeah, man, back then we used to close the store and people would pull up and people would wait. Wait. Would, I've done that, yeah. In their car, wherever the case is, and wait for us. There was one one time I flipped out on either George or Jonathan. And it was like, because I was on the way there and they're like, yeah, we're closed today. I'm like, not for me, motherfucker. I'm on my way already. You're taking these shits from me. I don't care if I sign the paper today or on the way back. I am not making another trip. I know you're there. Like, I was, like, so adamant. And I was, like, I was already, like, passing the, the fucking, like, out, Champs outlet. And I see the oh, message. Champs outlet. Shout out to the, the I- Champs outlet. On the IG. And right, like, next to the, right next to the Hooters in Hialeah. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. And I'm like, I'm on my way because you guys, they would post that all the time. I'm like, oh, no shit. We're close today. No buybacks. I'm like, I don't go flying. Fuck. I am already on my way. You're receiving these shoes, hell or high water. And yeah. of course, you did. But yeah. I was just like, I, rem- I you just made me remind me of those days. It's just like, fuck, it wasn't that easy. Yeah, looking back, especially in in you know in, in a customer service standpoint, uh, that wasn't the nicest thing we used to do. But hey, we grow and we evolve and we become better, right? And luckily now we're we're aware of that and <laughs> we do a much better job at that. I mean, you guys are still trolls to the end of the day. Ultimately, if if the attitude is what like people love about y'all, but the customer service is what makes people stay. For sure. And you know, continuing that in a realm where right now the secondary market is just uh, a market to take advantage of people. You know, uh, George said it himself when he was here. Um, I need. I'm trying to buy low, sell low. You know, keep seeing more customers. That's yeah, important. because for us, it's not necessarily profit margin. It's more about volume. Mm-hmm. You know, low profit, high volume versus, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, low profit, high volume versus high profit, low volume. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care to double my money. I care to make a very small amount and just keep it moving. That's true. In and out, in and out, in and out. That's and that, a, oh, are you guys on the same page? That's the same out. shit he said. Yeah, man, in and out. Why, mm-hmm. why, why? Not only, and, it, and that, that goes, whether it's our product or it's consigned. Mm-hmm. We literally, there's been times, if it's our homie or if you're buying multiple things that will sell a consigner's item at what they want. And we will make $0 because it makes the customer happy Mm -hmm. and they'll probably come back and it makes the consigner happy because we sold their item. Mm -hmm. So it's literally a win-win. Sure. We're not making any monetary like value on it, but dude, the consigner will consign more stuff. The customer probably will come back Mm -hmm. in the long run. We'll make our cut. We'll be happy with it, but everyone else is happy. We're happy, consigner's happy, customer's happy. It's a win across the board. Like, why not? You guys are the only ones that talk like that, though. <sighs> and I'm glad that, that I'm glad I, I ran into that and I don't have to. Other consignment stores in Miami and, and uh, any stores just, just continue selling things at very high prices, please. So, like that, you know, we just take all the glory. I don't mind. Yeah, it's the high prices <laughs> and the bad attitude. That's what bothers yeah. me. If anything, the bad attitude bothers me because the price to me. If I want it, and that and it costs, I would say, and, and and you know, just to, to give a little pat on our back, the knowledge too. I feel mm-hmm. like every everyone there is very knowledgeable. Even shout out Edwin, bro. Edwin has been helping a lot. You know, he's one of the guys that authenticates a lot for us and buys a lot of stuff. And he, he, he obviously sees how we work, and mm-hmm. he's soaked up a lot of it, and he's doing great. You know? By the way, shout out to Edwin. I would love to have him on the podcast. I remember meeting him the first time when he had the pop up shop at Aldares for his yeah. Miami's cane stuff. Yeah, and I was and he by by, by the way he has the best cur- like curated collection of vintage mm-hmm. cane stuff by far of anyone that I know. Like for sure, he has the best one in Miami, and he continues to buy. He will buy something if he like genuinely loves it that's canes related, regardless of the size. Doesn't matter if it fits him or not. He just needs it. Excuse me. Sorry, JP's giving me these. Uh, these. Is the shades? And Ginger? No, it's the shades. It's, it's the, the shades, shades making you believe that I care more. That's yeah. why we can't always have the shades on because people just think I'm like, like a attorney rock star. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, uh, but yeah, man. He he <laughs> literally has probably one of the best collections, and he's 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 a gem, bro. He knows his vintage stuff. He knows his sneaker stuff, and 
like you said earlier in the podcast, everyone has, everyone's so different mm-hmm. and he's different. He likes like all these older vintage Nike stuff that I might not like. And he loves it. And I could tell that he genuinely has a passion for it. So shout out Edwin, bro. Straight up. Big Ed, if you want to get in the podcast and talk shit about sports. I'm going to let him know. He actually texted me. There's there's apparently there's like a a designer sale happening in in a design district. Uh 80% off. Uh, it told me to be there at 10 in the morning. It's about the time of year. I want to have all the daily boys on the podcast, no doubt. Uh, but he definitely could come on definitely and talk some shit. Uh, we've been talking for, for that long. Shit. Damn. <laughs> how long has it been? It's an hour 43. These daily boys just know how to talk. Like, damn. Um, <laughs> Effortlessly. Um, I didn't also realize that the, the the thing about you guys, and unfortunately because of the pandemic, you guys were also putting on events, like local oh, events, man. and like repeatedly banging those shits out. Dude, one of my one of my favorite things for sure were were the uh, events we were having for yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was great, and then it's it's great because we were putting on other local vintage vendors, you know, and they were selling their own product and even gaining customers. And we don't care. Like, it's not it's not about competition. Like, I don't care that we sell vintage and you sell vintage. Mm-hmm. Dude, the more... To me, the more competition there is and the more vendors there is, it also brings more consumers and people just, like, get an eye. At the end of the day, like you said, everything's accessible. If we don't have it, the other store have it. Round two, token, backdoor, who you name it. With any store that pops up. I know there's so many stores popping up left and right. Mm-hmm. If we don't have it, other store will have it. And that's cool with me. You know, the customer, the person will be happy. And then they'll just, like I said, bring more consumers and stuff. And it's just like an interchanging. You buy something from this store, you can sign it at ours. You sell it. You buy something from us, you sell it somewhere else. So like, it's just an ongoing cycle, bro. It's like a, it's own little ecosystem. You know what I mean? It's been, man, and it, it's it's such a it's such a cool thing to see because it was a market created out of uh, a necessity, and people who grew up on shoes, there didn't there didn't used to be this shit, man. If you didn't get your your shoe on release date, you had to deal with the ghost of a Nike group or like eBay. Yeah. Now you have secondhand shops. You have what do you guys cons- wait? Is what do you guys even considered? Like I, I think secondhand shops second, like a back end. No, no, thing. secondhand shop definitely secondhand shop consignment store, um, mm-hmm. buy sell trade, whatever, however you want to label it. You know, we is that how you guys will label it? Like, yeah, why not? I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Okay, just we, making sure. Sell, I don't know. No, because we do sell uh, secondhand product you know that's it is we sell used stuff we also obviously sell brand new stuff but we sell used stuff so used stuff is considered secondhand it's fine there's nothing wrong with it mind you i personally buy used items all day mm-hmm. for personal if a shoe comes into the store and i want it it's my size shit i just came up perfect i got it at a good price mm-hmm. i'm a rocket save a few bucks because i didn't have to buy a brand new obviously there's those times that we're like oh I need this shit. I, I want it. I'm going to pay up for it mm-hmm. and, play, and buy a brand new. But nine times out of 10, if I could get it used in obviously good condition, I'm going to take the used item all day for sure. Save a few dollars and still rock it. If I'm going to rock it regardless, as long as there's no creases and it's chilling, why not? Save the money. And that's what I tell all, all the customers, you know? Yo, like, if we don't have it right now, we'll get it in eventually. Mm-hmm. 
the store has been doing great and we get not just consignment, but we buy at least 50 pairs a day. At least. Some Damn. days we buy full collections of 50 pairs in one collection, sure. But we're it's booming, man. How does it feel? Then we'll, you know what? We'll close off on this question. Since 2020 is booming, and we probably didn't assume it was going to boom. Besides, oh, hell no. How do you, what are you, what are you trying to envision for 2021? Like, what are you trying to see for the future of the business, for the future of yourself? Oh, future of the business for sure. Another story. Mm-hmm. Hands down. That's, that's literally the, the next, the next step. Like I mentioned before, it's definitely the next step is to provide a whole different group of people with our store. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I might be biased because I love daily and I'm a part of daily, but I think we cater to people way better than all the other stores. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter where you place us freaking anywhere in Florida, anywhere in any other state, we will find a way to cater to people, have good prices and have a good selection. I think for sure, if you come into the store, we have a bigger shoe selection than any other store. If you look at our wall, we have, dude, we have, we, we can't even display everything that we have because we're getting in so much stuff. Sometimes we literally have to stop buying stuff just because we don't have the room. And it's it's a good thing and a bad thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we literally have to limit ourselves just because we don't have the room. And and like I said, I I I always love buying stuff. I always love it. One of the best things about it is like I never know what's going to come through that door. You know what I mean? Whether it be vintage, whether it be sneakers. And, and 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 this is not just from a business standpoint. This is from a consumer standpoint, because I I love what I do and I love dressing the way I dress and buying mm-hmm. the things I buy. So it's not only that. Sure, obviously, you know we're we're buying stuff, we're consigning stuff, and yeah, cool. We're gonna make some profit on whatever we buy, and who knows? We actually, I actually have had people where, where they say, "Yo, thank you for helping me," either when when it comes to consigning or buying stuff. Cause like I needed this money, whatever the case was, like thank you for being here, like mm-hmm. thank you for having this option for me, and then also things that come in as my size or my you know something that I want, like yo, thank you for bringing this to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so it, it 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 goes both ways. But uh, the next step definitely, definitely next door, another store. It's it's long overdue. Now where that will be. To be continued, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, that's definitely the the next step. Well, I wish <laughs> I definitely wish all you guys success since it's it's been my my personal uh, not venture, but like in my own personality, I've seen you know George and Jonathan come from coming to my house and buying stuff in a car to the yeah. small space in Hialeah when it was a corner of that side of that fucking building to the expansion to now. To end this off to shout out to Jonathan's mother-in-law. So in the Hialeah store, mm-hmm. she owned that building. Right right next to the old daily was an interior design store. Mm-hmm. Um, she owned the entire building. She gave daily that little closet space for them to 
do what they please and, and start the business, it grew into bigger and they actually ended up, we actually ended up taking more space into that building. And because of her, honestly, because of her, a reason why daily is where it's at now is because of her, you know what I mean? She, mm-hmm. she gave Jonathan the opportunity and, and looked out. So shout out to her name is Barbarita, which is Stephanie's mom. Shout out to Steph, which is Jonathan's wife. wife. Yeah. So shout out to them, man. Straight up. Well, let's go out on that. That's that's victories on victories right there. We're gonna we gotta get John on here one time eventually. He uh, mentioned he mentioned to me that uh you hit him up and he wanted to be on the podcast. Uh, I've been the I've, I've I've of course, man. Like I would love to talk to him. And it don't even gotta be about the business. I know he's a fucking troll for. Well, everything. I mean, we've talked about everything. I I know <laughs> this this certain podcast uh, versus the the Georgia one is that de- has definitely been more fashion related. Yeah. But that's definitely because I feel like I'm definitely more fashion related. Um, the the way I the way I dress and the, the way I buy stuff. George is very business wise. Super business. Very business wise, and I respect that so much mm-hmm. because it makes me want to be more business wise. And we feed off each other. That's another thing I love. You know the people that I'm around with because I feed off of them, and I hope I hope I could only assume that they feed off of me. And we feed off each other, and obviously, and we we motivate each other. Of course, so. man, you got entered into the into the fam, so of course they thought that. You I'm know, Dan, well, off the mic, we had a few conversations. You mm-hmm. motivate me, knowledge and everything, whether it become shoes, fashion, politics, <laughs> you name it. Uh, I love I love that. I love just having these conversations with people. It's it's um the podcast has allowed me to. Uh, speak to more peers in a way where there isn't uh pressure or necessarily anything to give back ultimately what the podcast does is it kind of promotes the person i'm talking to but what i would hope it would do it's it gives that person the ability to make their mark on their lives today so in five or six years if they hear this back well this is where you were today and you can identify with what that means to yourself because we're having unscripted conversation about uh, things that just occur. So you're being natural. So when I get to hear these back, like let's say like in a week, then it becomes another lesson. I'm like, fuck, man, he taught me that shit. And then it's just like this person was in my room and then that energy. And it's just like a, a forward momentum, man, that like I never thought it would ever occur because I've been doing this, I guess, podcasting is willy nilly the same way that the guys have the store. I just ask people to come up here. That's it. JP has the perfect podcast voice. Podcast voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but even in this design, like all, I, <laughs> my whole goal that was man, like, how do I make born born for this? Nah, man. I. You know what? You know what? That you, you know how I was born for this? Watching other people podcast and being like, I don't like how they do it. Because the one, th- and I'm not even happy with this fully set. But the one thing that I noticed was you're not going to get people to talk to you, talk to you if you don't give them an environment to open up. Like, it's just not happening. I hope you're successful and I hope I'm successful so we could redo <laughs> this podcast in the future and go on and continue this conversation. I, you know what, man? That's Obviously, gr- we're going to continue our friendship. That, that's but a great as far thing as the po- podcast related, I hope, you know, there is a future with this conversation. <laughs> there is. I, I hope that all my guests know that I plan to ask them again eventually. Like, it's not going to... What, a one time and then life goes right? on? Right? Yeah, like, yeah, no. yeah, no, man. I, I, I find my friends Especially because so you're interviewing friends. 
Yeah. And, and it's not just podcast related. I, I, I love my friends and the and, and what they do. And I feel that a lot of my time, a lot of the times, like my friends maybe cut themselves short in their abilities, I guess. Because I do that all the time. Like if someone tells me that I'm talented, I'm just like, what do you mean? I just don't understand. I don't like that. And then I, I'm like, wait a minute. I know we were supposed to end this like 10 minutes ago, yeah. but funny that you said that. Um, the idea was at the barbershop. And another homie of mine, he was mentioning that he was doing a podcast and whatever you want to interview me or whatever. And he was basically saying like, yo, it, I don't care how much money you make. The fact that what you're doing and it's what you genuinely like and how you express yourself, I define you as successful. And I never looked at it like that. I was like, damn, this random, you know, well, he's a homie, but mm-hmm. this dude just basically said like, he looks at me successful. Like I never took a step back and like, am, am I successful? I, I don't, I don't know. I never thought of myself that way, but it's, it's cool to like see other people's perspective or point of view and label me that it's like, damn, that's awesome. That's <laughs> for me. Success is freedom. And any, anybody who's able to maneuver in a free way is, is a sort of success. You know, yeah. you have something that is yours at the end of the day. And a lot of the times back to, let's say back to politics, people tell us that we can't have things. And right now what you own is something that even 10 years ago would have sounded stupid. Just not even like to like diss you, but like, no, it just would have sounded stupid. You'd be like, yeah, I own a store that sells uh, used JP, shoes. I have a bio degree. <laughs> I am selling used shoes and clothing with a bio degree. Trust me. I know. Okay? <laughs> if I go to back to my old, all my old professors who thought I was going to med school mm-hmm. and who thought I was studying for my MCAT, now nah, I'm selling used shoes and, and clothing right now. And, and, and it's what I love. So, it Ultimately, it brings us down to that passion of what we love. Uh, same way I feel about the guitars. All my all my twenties, dude. I got my degree. I was working for other people, and I was like, "Oh, I'm trying to fit in." Now, that's me, man. Mind that's you, I got my degree. Me. I know I made my mom happy with that degree. Yeah. She can't tell. She can't tell me shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I got the, not saying that I got the degree for her. I definitely think the degree made me who I am, and obviously pushed my intelligence and pushed me to be who I am right now. Yeah. But yeah, man, like I definitely made her happy in that extent. And now she's like, okay, if you want to, you know, do whatever you want to do. And even though I, I, I prefer you to be a doctor or lawyer, that's like the whole, the stereotypical mm-hmm. Hispanic thing, you know, like you'll just be successful, whatever. And like school wise, yeah. my grandma still calls me till this day saying, Hey, are you, do you ever think you're going to go back to school? You, th- you think you should go back to school, go get your master's, go get a doctor, doctorate. They're like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I ever will, bro. I don't know. They they don't understand that you could be a millionaire playing Fortnite now. So like they're just they're just <laughs> yeah, not correct. You're just not. I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. I Shout out my her. grandma, even though I don't think she'll ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> she barely knows how to use her freaking touch touchscreen phone. But shout out to my grandma. I, I bash my mom all the time. And it's not because I hate her. I, I love my mom, but my mom is an old Colombian mom who's just out of touch. And so there's there's there is that one part of like, do you want to appease your Latin family? Or I'm just like, you know what, mom, you just don't know anything. You don't like, understand. You don't understand. And you don't want to be an asshole to her yeah, either. You and know. sometimes I've literally, I've talked to my mom or my grandma and like, I might get frustrated and I might like 
I don't know, just hang up or just divert the conversation. And I look back, I'm like, fuck, I was kind of mean. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you don't know. It's just modern times. No. So we'll, we'll <laughs> let's end it there. We were supposed to end it 20 minutes ago. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll end it at that. But before we well, end it, the two hour, almost at the two hour mark. I'm happy that time. these. I'm happy that they're getting this long. That means I'm improving yeah. at this shit. So like I'm, they used to be 40 minutes stretching. Uh, I'll two tell hour you, excessive. I'll tell you who my shortest guest is off the air. But they used to be very bad, uh, not very bad, but very short. But now the conversation vibes are different, and we'll end it now with my favorite part. Is where Flacco here will shamelessly plug anything that he's doing or anything. You got to just plug your businesses. So just give that, give those hashtags, give those handles. Shout out listening. daily. Shout, Shout out, out daily. yesterday. Always. Shout out ripping daily. Mm-hmm. Shout out anything that the daily fam is doing. Edwin's doing archived Miami. You know, uh, Chris, which is, we call him Rappo. Mm-hmm. He's doing the Raz Daily, which is the raffle page. Oh, that's him. Yeah, man. Okay. That's him. Yeah. Um, shout out Raul, shout out Tyler, shout out Hunter. These are all guys that work in the store mm-hmm. and should get love just as much as we get love. Cause like I said, it's the team that, that, that makes daily a thing. So shout, shout out them. Shout out Dila, obviously VM, which is part of, which is part of yesterday. Shout out everyone that works, even past people. Mm-hmm. We had AP, we call her AP. Alexandra. Oh, Manuka. isn't she doing like her like like the cakes? Yeah, and all man. That stuff Actually, now? she's gonna be uh, selling stuff on the weekends, like as a pickup, uh, like a pickup location is gonna mm-hmm. be daily. So she is doing that. Damn, um, I would like to try one of those bananas. Her banana cake. bread is yeah. insane. Yeah, like and, I, I follow her like, on no, IG. No bullshit. Cool. Like not just because obviously she's the homie and I love her, but her shit is bomb. Okay, <laughs> her shit is bomb. Um, honestly, she she started the the business because Jonathan was buying it off of her, and Jonathan wanted to keep on getting it, and, and she's like, "Wait, I should probably make a business of this because it's pretty good." Mm-hmm. So honestly, shout out every oh shout out Vlad, which is one of our, our newest hires. Um, anything anybody and obviously our customers, man, and you, you know, <laughs> you're not just my customer. You're my homie. <laughs> nah, I'm who big. happens to shop at daily? I, I've, I, I am. I want to just be considered customer plus. Like I've, I've, I've there been. I've known y'all for so long. I don't need special treatment. I just need the acknowledgement to know that. All right, I know we're at enough. the two hour mark. Let's go. Let's. All right, <laughs> so we're at the two hour mark. We're gonna <laughs> shout out to Flacco for showing up. Um, thank you for coming to the bomb pod, my man. Um, Appreciate you, my brother. Let's do another one. And let's all progress enough so by the time we get to another one, there's a purpose to it. Can we agree? Yes. All right, perfect. So that, guys, has been the bomb pod. Shout out to Flacco. Follow daily. Follow at yesterday, MIA, and at ripping daily, correct? Correct. Daily, MIA. All right, boys. So I'm going to leave you with that big year, and I'm out. Year.